What's up, everybody? Hey. How are you today, tonight? Man, each we got our regular right here in the house. Oh, Lord, oh, boss, yeah. boss man inside looking. Uh -huh. We're catch you when he get here. Uh -huh. Lord Jesus, yeah. boss man, us uh, sorry. Please hey. don't. Please don't be this when you get on. Don't be this. Don't call HR. You know, we, right. we, we got it together. We got it together. What's up, everybody? S gang, what's hey, good? Everybody. Hello. Hey. I know I saw my Abby out there and mm -hmm. Helen, Rhonda. Oh my God. Tara and everybody. What's up, Jen Jen. What's up? Jen, um, Jen and I just became Facebook friends, so nice. I feel honored. Okay. Welcome aboard, Jen. Ish, you looking beautiful tonight. Y'all, ain't she looking great tonight? Thank look at that hair. You. Thank you. You look beautiful as usual. Well, thank you. Yes, yes, yes. So tonight, y'all, is like no other night. We have a great show ready for y'all. But um, y'all know I just have to give my word on some things to just get us started off. Um, I made a post on my Facebook page a couple of days ago concerning a post about depression and about fighting depression. Tonight is an affirmation, but it's more of an affirmation to reach out to everyone because no one is immune to what's going on in the world today. No one is immune, but it is how we allow it to take us down the road of darkness. And when we go down that road of darkness, no one is immune to what can happen inside your darkness when you cannot function inside your darkness. So you have to learn to function inside your darkness because darkness don't last always. It's gonna always get light regardless of how dark it is. But the main thing you need to do is to gain control of yourself and have faith in yourself that whatever you're going through, it's not going to last forever. In fact, it's just a seed that's being planted in the dark to get you ready for even greater things if you just hang on. So let's get started with some uncensored minds. Nice. Thank you so much, K-Day. Needed that. All right. How's everybody doing this evening? Welcome to episode 96. We're checking right along to that big, big 100. But before we go any further, um, I would be remiss if we would, if we didn't dedicate tonight's show to those that lost their life 21 years ago today. Um, and if you don't know what that is, the tragedies that happened um, with the World Trade Center, the Pentagon, and Swanksville, Pennsylvania, that was the tragedies of 9-11. Um, as I sit back and reflect, um, Katie's affirmation was spot on, you know, making sure that you check on your loved ones, making sure that you, you know, you reach out because you never know when that no more will be no more, right? Time will be final. Um, it's funny because I know all of us have a story when it comes to September 11th, everybody. You ask anybody what they were doing September 11th, 2020, I mean, 2001, they will tell you, I was here, I was there, I was this. If they don't remember nothing else in their life, they remember that day. 
And this goes so far beyond black and white, political affiliations, um, financial ups and downs. This has to do with us as people because so many people lost their lives that day that look just like us, our neighbor, our best friends, our coworkers, our everything. So we wanted to take the time out to dedicate tonight's show, episode 96 here at Uncensored Minds, to those who lost their lives in the tragic events that happened um, on September 11, 2001, um, affectionately known as 9-11. As we, before we get into the icebreaker question of the day, I have a question. Where were you or what do you remember 21 years ago today? Where were you? So I was at work. Um, I think I had just actually started a new job, actually. But I just remember it being like a joyous day. It's actually my grandmother's um, birthday. Happy heavenly birthday, Gramps. Um, but I just remember it being like a joyous day initially, you know. Um, and then you started getting the reports, the bridges are closing, roads are closing. Um, I have an uncle um, in the government who was in the Capitol that day. Um, and so I just remember, um, you know, panic setting in, fear setting in, you know, calling family members, trying to get in touch with, you know, everybody seeing what's going on um, and what's happening and that everyone is somewhere safe. And I just remember after that, it just being complete chaos. Um, once, you know, picking up my kid and making sure that I was home. Like, you know what I mean? I just remember it being complete chaos and just fear stricken. So um, it's definitely something I'll never forget. Yeah. Same here. Um, I was at work that day and um, I was working at the time at a, um, surgical clinic and I had gotten all of my patients in the room and I was walking up the hallway and we had TVs in the waiting room and you could always see the TV one of the doctors always wanted on the news and I saw the planes and I saw everybody standing up and I was like what's going on so when they told me what was going on my first thought was to get to my child because I had just dropped him off at school he was in elementary school, but of course, you know, they locked the schools down and everything. And um, it's just a day I will never forget because my main concern was trying to get to my child because I didn't know if the attack was going to go even further. So I was just wanting to get to my baby. All right. For sure. <laughs> As as I look back on 2001, that was a big year for me. I had just turned 21 in July. Uh, months, a couple of weeks prior to that, my my son slash brother was born, June 9th. Then, a day before my birthday, my first godchild was born on July 7th. So, I had a I had a great year. I was turning 21. Um, my soon-to-be son was born. I, was, I say that laughingly because my father calls his own son, my, his grandson, and actually calls him my son. Um, but then I had my goddaughter as well. But I remember 
exactly that day is so vivid in my mind. It was a crisp, clear, beautiful day here in Philadelphia. Not a cloud in the sky. Um, typically, when I wake up in the morning, I, I probably have one like Sports Center or something. I was still living at home because I was just, I came home that weekend. I was in college. I came home that weekend and, you know, whatever. I was traveling back and forth because I stayed on, I stayed, I went to a local campus of Penn State before I transferred to the main campus. So I was working and I was going to school. And I remember that day I woke up, for some reason, the news came on, the news was on Channel 6, and then it turned right to Good Morning America. And I seen the plane sit. Came right back in that room, coming from the bathroom, I seen the plane sit. You think it's a movie scene, you think it's something else, but you know, I mean, it's hysteria, you know, whatever. They showing the buildings on fire. Then you see the second plane hit and he's like, oh, shit, what's this? Mm -hmm. Then, um, you know, us being here in Philadelphia, we got a lot of the um, birthplace, or birthplace of America. So we think and we next on the list because we don't know what's going on. We had a plane that mm -hmm. went down um, in, in Swanksville, Pennsylvania, that was meant to hit the White House. Um the plane that left to hit the Pentagon, you know what I mean? So we like, oh shit, is we gonna happen? Something happen here? First thing I did, like any normal child would do, is call their mother. <laughs> I called my mother, mom. What do we do? She like, I don't know, nigga. I'm trying to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, you got to get home. You got to get home now, cause she. <laughs> so she, it was like a scary time, cause I'm like, just come home. We just, it, we all need to be in the same house together. And that day changed the life of America. Um, mm -hmm. change the life of America. I know that's that's the day, and we have a special guest that we about to bring on um, now. Um, that we about to bring on that's going to tell firsthand accounts because you know being from the New York area and, and firsthand accounts of that. Mm -hmm. Um, but we all know what it looks like for the world to stop. We experienced that a, a, a year and a half ago when we shut down for COVID, right? That was some unprecedented times for us, all of us. But I guess September 11th here, especially on the East Coast and being so, in such a proximity to New York and also DC right here in the middle of Pennsylvania, Philadelphia, the world stopped yeah. for us and also for a lot of Americans. And it, and it drew us so, so closer together, so much more closer together um, in those times. You've seen people helping each other you heard, you've seen people that, you know, probably was at each other's throats, racial groups coming together and just banding together and helping each other. Um, the next guest that we want to bring on um, is, is, a, is a family member to us here at Fr um, Uncensored Minds, and we wanted to get her firsthand account of it. So welcome, Tara, to the show. Hey, everybody. Hey, hey Tara. What's good, mama? <laughs> Nothing oh, much. First of all, before we get into the get into the, you got to show everybody what that number one fan t-shirt look like. Because for the first time, we're starting to see it on somebody. Yes. <laughs> oh, Wait, hold on. Okay. Oh, you got oh, 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 her name on Pips it. Out in the back. I oh, see it. Oh, <laughs> now that's clout, Tara. That's clout. I kiss the girl. That's what I'm talking about. Personalized. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I was shocked because so I didn't even notice the back. I was like, oh, stop. Okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> Love it. Shit, A1 over here in Uncensored Minds, man. Yeah. 
just take us back on the give us your memories of, of 21 years ago today. Your thoughts, experience, you being from New York, you being right there experiencing it firsthand. Well, that day I actually took my daughter to school that day and I was off. I was coming back home to basically vote for the mayor election. So I'm on the bus. I'm halfway home. This guy gets on the bus and is like, the Twin Towers is on fire. I'm like, wait a minute. What? <laughs> and my mind rushing and just blacked out because my mom worked at Five World Trade. So did my cousin. At that time, my mom was on vacation. So I'm like, okay, but I'm worried about my cousin because they all worked in the same building. They worked for Credit Suisse First Boston. So I get home. The minute I turn on the TV, the second plane is hitting the top, the next tower. I'm like, this can't be happening. This got to be an accident. But to look back on it, I'm like, that wasn't no accident. And it was just like the world just stood still. It was quiet in my neighborhood. I'm like, okay, I got to get back to my daughter. Unfortunately, I couldn't do that because everything shut down. Police were like, there's no transportation. You got to stay in until we find out what's going on. So I had to watch this thing till the buildings fell. The first phone call I get was from my dad. Where's your mom? I just want to know where she at. <laughs> and I'm like, dad, she's down south. She's good. And then they're like, where's, I didn't even think about my aunt. My aunt takes the path train, was taking a path train faithfully every day to her job in Brooklyn at the Board of Education. I'm calling, I'm text, I'm calling, I'm beeping her, she's not responding. And I'm like, oh my gosh, she usually gets on the train about transfers from the path to the A train at 8.55. So my nerves is at a wreck. So I finally got her maybe a couple hours later. And she told me she had just got on the train when somebody told her the planes had hit the World Trade Center. And once the buildings fell, I was, I guess I was finally relieved. But at the same time, I'm worrying about my daughter. Her babysitter actually went to go pick up from school because the school's let out early and took them to a shelter, shelter in place. But I told her, go get her. And when I got to her, everybody's like, where were you? Why you couldn't come? I'm like, everything is shut down. There's no buses running. There's no trains running. Everything is shut down. I finally got a bus. Maybe I had to wait for like an hour. When I got to my mom, my mom, you could actually see the World Trade Center from my mom's house. Only thing you've seen was black smoke. Mm. And I called my mom. My mom didn't even know it happened, honestly, because she wasn't watching the television. And she said her, the phone wasn't ringing. That was because the lines were all tied up. When I finally got her, I'm like, mom, look at the television. You'll never believe what's going on. Her and my grandmother just watched every, rewatched everything. And they're like, what happened? This is like 19, I think the first attack was like in 93. And at that time she was working in one world trade, but she made it out. I would never wish out anybody because you could hear the flyer planes flying by. You can, it was just like silence. New York was like literally, it was just like dead. And to experience that again with COVID, it, it, it boggles the mind and I was just very unsettled the whole time. My daughter was like, mom, I can't go back to school. She was scared. 
I had to calm her down, me and my aunt both, because we had to wind up staying at my mom's house because my aunt can't get back. She had to stay at my mother's house for like two days because the past trains were closed. She had to, you know, find another way because the world traces went down on the train station itself. So she couldn't find no way to get home. So she had to meet somebody in Manhattan for them to drive her home. It's like, I, I, even though my mom wasn't there, I feel bad because two of her coworkers lost family members in both buildings. Her staff got out because her boss was like, drop everything. We're not staying here. We're getting out of here. When the, especially when the first plane hit. The second one in the buildings, they were telling everybody to stay in the offices. I'm like, but you just seen a plane hit one building, why would you tell them to stay in place? And that's how a lot of lives was lost also, because people were telling people, no, we got to stay here till they come and rescue us. I've heard that story over and over and over again. And it boggled, it's like, why? Why would you do that? Why wouldn't you just let people go? Drop everything, leave everything and go. So I don't, in every year you hear the same stories over and over and over again and hear the names over and over and over again. And it's just terrible. It's just a somber moment. It really is. Mm-hmm. Wow. Perhaps it, it, for the men and families out there, Barbara, absolutely. we saw your comment, my prayers to you and your family and anyone else um, who directly lost a family member, a friend, yeah. who was right there to have to witness that because it's a traumatizing moment. We, who didn't lose anyone, will never ever forget it. But especially mm-hmm. you guys, it's something that is forever etched in your minds. Yeah, definitely. They knew what they were doing. They definitely knew from 90. 90- from that attack, the first attack, it should have been like a lesson learned, like, okay, we got to do better. Right. We can't let our guard down. Mm-hmm. And even the guy that actually illustrated that bombing in the building the first time said, we're not finished yet. Mm-hmm. He said, we're going to tear those buildings down. When he was getting sentenced that day, that should have been a heads up right there. It really should have been. But, you know, it wasn't. Wow. So many stories can be told from this tragic event. Um, you hear stories of heroism. You hear stories of pain. You hear stories of people just wanting to say one last time to their loved ones, we love you. Mm-hmm those that may have had a a disagreement the night before or before they left out and not being able to finalize that is it's you hear so many stories over 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 time Mm -hmm. it's it's heartbreaking um again like we said barbara our our condolences is, is with you and your family um for your loss and all of the countless of members that lost their life that that um that tragic death it's so funny because when you go to when you go to Ground Zero, right? Because now they've 
planted up. It's been 21 years, so they've done they've done some some beautiful things to memorialize those that lost mm-hmm. it. Such an airy feeling when you go down there, though. Definitely. Definitely. We we know you New York to be. We know New York to be so vibrant, so alive, so hustle and bustle. But when you go down um, to that area, it's such a it's such a different vibe. Um, talk about that. Well, New I see what T wrote. Um, New York was shut down for about, I say, I want to say about two and a half days. But there was like a limited schedule when it came to transportation because a lot of transportation was within that area. I went down there, I say, the week after the attack. That smell is nothing you want to ever smell in your life because the between the fumes and everything else, it's, it's just like a gut-riching smell. And I had to actually meet my cousin down there because he worked down there. But he worked in another building, not near the World Trade Center, but within that vicinity. And when I went back down to the train station, I'm like, I will never come back here again. It is, it, the smell was just like terrible to the point where when I got home, I actually had to get on my nebulizer. Really, it was that bad. It was that bad. Wow. Yeah, it was that bad. And it was it was such a rush job. I mean, Rudy Giuliani, you would think, okay, these two buildings, not even two buildings, seven altogether went down. Mm -hmm. Because you have the twin towers, then you had five, seven, you had the globe that was right in right behind the buildings, all that stuff fell down. Every building fell down. Mm-hmm. And he said, we got to rush this. I can't, you know, we don't want to let this linger. But you have people's loved ones in that debris. Right. It actually, the cleanup was eight months. Mm-hmm. And mm. as they were building, rebuilding, they were finding body parts and bones and I'm like, I couldn't be, and it was to the point where people were talking about suing the city because they wanted their loved one's remains. I just actually watched something today. The guy didn't get his wife's remains for until two years later. Wow. And they were like, you don't want to see her like that. And I'm like, it's nothing left for her. And that was the point. There was nothing left for her. Part of her clothes were there, you know, but there was nothing left for her. So as a New York resident and, and being there firsthand, how do you feel your mayor, like Rudy Giuliani, like how do you feel uh, he, the first responders, you know, the fire department, the police department, all the volunteer help that came in, how do you feel they, um, you know, do you feel like they did a good job in uh, responding and, and helping the citizens with you know, just Definitely. coping and, and panic. And because I can't, I can't even imagine on top of, you know, like you're explaining the smell and the visual mm-hmm. effect. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine the terror that was also happening with the residents, you know what I mean, at that time as well. But how do you feel like the first responders and everybody did? The first responders, I give them much praise, much praise because they went out there 
as soon as the smoke settled, they didn't waste no time. That's why a lot of them now are suffering with so many illnesses. A lot of them have since passed. And I I give them praise. I mean, even though Rudy Giuliani, excuse my French, was an asshole, I can say he he got made sure it got on top of everything. And the people that are suffering now, 21 years later, with cancer, with lung disease, with all types of things, mainly everything deals with the lungs. And a lot of the fire department people have since passed, also policemen also, but a lot of them don't have the insurance to cover the medications they have to get. And the mayors that have since been in office, they have like special programs and stuff for them to be helped. But by the time they get to the help, they're already on their deathbeds. So I give them much praise. I give their family prayers as well because they did an excellent job. An excellent job. They tried to find people. There was actually two Port Authority people that were rescued. And that's what the World Trade Center movie is about. Right. Yeah. It was it was four, it was five of them all together. One stayed behind, so he was killed. But there were four down there, two had passed down there. They found them, I forgot how many days later, but yeah. Wow. And they're still actually still alive. Mm. It's crazy wow. because the stories that you hear, firsthand accounts, it just is gut wrenching. We're sitting here, we're sitting here as it plays out in front of us, one of our very own. Janine was in the buildings. Wow. Her to come on this evening. We reached out to her and she just said, I can't know. Yeah. It's just too it's much. Too much, yeah. Actually was in the buildings. She actually oh, wow. felt it. She experienced it. She's lived, she's living through it. Um, she said, I can't even get on a train just because of that. She said, and now she did the comment that she wrote right here, I lost my dad. From these toxins from the mm. air also work nearby so yeah. to, to be inside of the buildings and, and have those planes hit to get out get to safety people that you know and love that worked in the buildings that you you knew of or just being in there and experience that but then also yeah. lose a family member because of what was in the air and things like that it's it's so devastating and our prayers are with everyone tara barbara mm. Um, Janine, Diana, um, the 2,000 and so um, people that lost their lives that day, not just in New York, the Pentagon. Um, and Absolutely. The, also, the plane that went down, those people decided to take it, um, take it upon themselves, the Flight 93, and crashed that plane before it went to do some more damage and lose some more lives. So mm-hmm. we could talk about this all night. Yeah, yeah, and it's been 21 years, and we still it still has the same effect on us as if it was yesterday. Um, Definitely, you, Tara, for coming on and sharing sharing your story with us. Thank you, Janine, for sharing your story in the comments. Our prayers. Yes, God. Yes, prayers to you, Janine. 
Absolutely. Yes, Jenny. I'm, um, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to share this right now because I think a lot of people need to come on here and be able to see this because um, like, like Janine says, she just couldn't get on here. Uh-huh. And, you know, just brings me back to when you're in dark places, how yeah. you have to deal with it. And she is dealing with it her way. And I respect that. She know that she don't need to get on here because it's going to take her in a place she don't need to be. Exactly. But, um, so Janine, my prayers are with you. Yes. I salute you for handling it as well as you are. Yes. Thank you, Tara, for coming on. Thank you. Sharing no your problem, Tara. Yes. All right, guys. Yeah. Take care. Have a good night. No, 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 no. You, no, no, no. Ah. you don't get off that easy. Hours <laughs> before you get out of here. It ain't that easy. You can't just hit and run. Nah. All right. What's up? Solo screen, but we wanted to shout you out for being one of the very first to to subscribe to the Uncensored Minds channel and also being the first to, to grab up one of those top fans. So we appreciate you for everything that you do. Your weekly contributes, um, your, your weekly contributions to not only Uncensored Minds, but even us over at... Um... Oh, you forgot the name of your show? No, no, no. <laughs> Also being part of S Gang, also being a part of Raw Honey, and also Karen Karen's Corner, all also being a faithful member, faithful family member of Friday Night Lights. So you covering all bases here, yes, and slam when it comes to love and loyalty, and we appreciate you for that. So we wanted to make sure that we bring you on and give you your flowers in these trying times. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you guys. Love you all. Give it up. Throw some hearts up through the clapping. And she's an opera queen. Yes. Throw it up. Thank you again, Sarah, for coming on tonight. We appreciate you. All right, guys. Y'all take care. You too. That's love right there. Yeah, that's love. You know what I mean? We ended it. We could end it with a smile and a little joke, but damn. I know. 21 years ago today, who knew that their lives, when they woke up, was getting ready, getting ready for work or doing whatever they were doing on their way to work, getting ready for work or whatever, knew that at 9 p.m., at 9.49 p.m., that their lives would change dramatically. And the world that we live in is so much more different. The way we the way we the way we travel is different. The way we consume things are different. The way that we do things is so different because of that very day. Again, mm-hmm. our prayers goes out to those that lost their lives. Again, we will say it until we can't say it no more. We dedicate tonight's show to anybody that has been affected by the tragedies that happened on 9-11. All right. Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. So we got to move on to something even more crazy. If we thought that was crazy... What you going to see next is going to blow your damn mind. It's going to blow your mind. And we're talking about Ari Spears and Tiffany Haddish. If you've been under a rock and you don't know what we're talking about, we got a little video for it. And it goes a little something like this. Do we got a video? I don't know if we got a video. I <laughs> see, I almost had y'all. Oh, that video was a little too much. 
Gotcha. Yeah. The video was a little too graphic. It has a lot of moving parts in it that ain't good. Each start us off, Each. Let us know what your thoughts was with that, because you shared the right. With the group, yes, yes. So, I mean, for those of you who don't know or who have gotten like bits and pieces uh, from the socials, you know, it's been um, all across everything lately. Um, basically, Tiffany Haddish and Ari Spears are accused of grooming, which is like, you know, preparing a child for anything explicit or illicit and, and sexual in nature. So they're accused of like grooming or sexual assault um, and molestation um, are some of the allegations that are floating around right now, um, stemming from a skit, a comedic sketch, um, whose intent might have initially been, you know, good to like bring awareness to pedophilia, um, sexual abuse and molestation um, that went completely wrong. It, 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 it flopped, it, it was bad. Um, and so now they're being uh, actually sued or attempted to be sued for their part in bringing these minor children um, on set to perform, you know, sexually explicit things in nature. So yeah, that's what it's all about. And it's kind of wild, mm -hmm. kind of wild. Just, just Going to going deep into the actual video and the background of it, this was shot many, many years ago. And it's now just surfacing and coming to the light. I even seen people that said they seen the video before. Before this even here, this they seen it years ago. Um KD, my question to you was based upon the information that we're seeing now, based upon the video that we have been able to consume all together. What are your thoughts when it comes to the timing of it coming, re-coming out or it now being an issue? Well, I read the story. Once I read the story, I realized that um, the young lady, once she became of age, that's when she began to fight. It wasn't the mother who was trying to fight because According to what I read, the mother has suffered a nervous breakdown and the older sibling is now guardianship of her brother because her mother is incapable of taking care of him. So she actually began when she was 18, but it's just now getting to the surface to where the public is hearing about um, It's my understanding that not much was being done about it. People were um, like sweeping it under the rug or didn't believe them, but she didn't give up. She kept fighting. And I guess she finally got someone to listen to her. Now it is hitting us, but it actually began, I believe in like 2016, 2018, something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and they said they made reports like in 2020 to the um, police mm -hmm. department and they were kind of, you know, given the runaround mm -hmm. and not really taken seriously. So right. I guess now it's... And then, see, it. they were snatching the videos down, you know, once it began to get the bad publicity when it first came out, once, mm -hmm. you know, they were, you know, approached about it, they began snatching it down 
or they were made to take down because the idea is so aggressive. I have a yeah. question for you, Katie. Being being an actress and being cast for, for different roles, what's your thoughts on this? Do you think it was too far or do you think it was a, a video that was made to show people what to look out for as Diana is saying in the comments? Because Diana makes a good point. It had good intentions. Lessons, the, the, the lesson was to be careful who you leave your children with. And ironically, I do agree with that. Um, the message that they were trying to give was a, a great message. But the way it was delivered was very poor taste because they were making a video about be careful about who you leave your children with. Well, these children, mother, entrusted her kids to a woman she thought was her friend. And look what she did. So um, if the, being comedians, I think that they should have kept it totally comedic and used like smaller people, so to speak. Um, but I don't think that they should have used children because these kids are truly terrified, um, ter terrified and they are traumatized. And I, I did not approve of it. Huh. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of uh, the uh, funny or die, mad TV, you know, the people that they were actually trying to shop this to, um, they didn't really approve of it themselves. Mm -hmm. They, they mm -hmm. were disgusted by it and, and, mm -hmm. and it didn't really get any play or any flow. It just were, stayed on, I think, like YouTube and, and uh, Aries and Tiffany's like social medias or whatever. But I feel like um, the, the slapstick comedy uh, approach was a little, yeah, it wasn't good at all. And the references that were made, the R. Kelly references and things like that, it just, I think it just was taken a little too far. Um, and the message was lost. The message was lost in that because people were more disgusted than anything instead of like really taking away the message that they were supposed to take away. What's up? No, we still got the champ. We I mean, are y'all ready? Are, are y'all ready? Like, what's up? Are, are y'all ready? What's up? We ready. <laughs> All right. Uh, what's up to everybody in the chat? And welcome to, you know, the, I, I, I want to take this off. And I want to say that I don't no longer want this show to be called the podcast. Because I feel like we're much bigger than that at this point. So at this point, it's it's a conversation. It's it's a safe space, you know. It's it's just what we do. So I no longer want you know unsystemized to be considered a, a podcast. I want it to be a conversation and a safe space for people. Okay. So on that note, I'll say if these two weren't, if Tiffany Haddish hadn't blown up the way she's blown up, would people be making this? much fuss about it if they didn't do if they didn't go to this extreme left with the kids in the video would people even care or be talking about it if they had came and just made a regular skit with them nobody would have gave a fuck and i brought that i brought that comment up this thursday in the, in the 
in, in our weekly meeting. I said Sunday night, Saturday Night Live does this shit all the time. Right. Saturday Night Live is a variety show that does this all the time. Always got some kind of controversial skit that has you sometimes sitting there wondering, what was that? Right. And get away with it. Well, that's my point. They would have had they kept it in a more comedic way and not used real children. They could have substituted. Look at Little Man. Make a, a, a grown person into a child. You're, you're comedians. But the funny was so lost in that. Katie, Katie, that's what I'm saying. If they had did that, what people would have cared about it. Nobody would have cared about it. Like, it wouldn't have this much buzz as it has now. Nobody would have cared about it. It would just been another thing that was done and everybody brushed right past. Yeah, what it would have been just another funny skit. Right. Oh, these are two comedians or these are two funny people. At the time, we knew nothing about Tiffany Haddish. At the time, we knew who Ari Spears was. Right. It would have just been, oh, this is just another comedic skit. Would have had it had the impact that now we're looking at and, that's, and looking and saying, damn, that's weird. But we're taking from that the exploitations of how you shouldn't be leaving your kids with just everybody, right? Yeah. But the lessons learned from that. Well, like I said, ironically, you don't trust everybody with your kids. That's what it showed me. Yeah, and you don't bring them downstairs in underwear. Like, I, that was exactly. one of the first thing I said. I'm like, Tiffany, like, why is the, first of all, he's not a little baby. He was like seven, eight. Why she is he in his underwear? She told her friend that she was putting them in a commercial. This woman trusted this woman by her word to say that she was trying to put her kids in a commercial. All right. Tiffany was wrong. All right, hold on. I got a question, Katie. So in the actual skits, they weren't actually, you know, fondling the kids or touching the kids. So I see way more of this every day on TV. In real life uh, situations. So why was it such a big deal if the kids weren't, you know, physically touched? Because they were mentally hurt for life. She lied to that girl. Had she told that girl, okay, we're going to use your kids in a skit and we're going to make sure that we make suggested that. Do you think that woman would agree for her kids to do this? No. She lied to the woman. And said that she was putting them in the commercial. She made this woman think that she was going to make her kids have to be scarred. Let's go here, though. Let's go here. because instead, she has made her kids have scars. But as, let's go it's here, wrong. though. Let's go. Let's something. drive this boat. Down this, let's drive this car down the street. The R. Kelly situation. We've said thousands of times, I'm not leaving my daughter with that man without me being present. So if you feel that strongly about your kids with somebody, I don't care if they with somebody you thought you was your girlfriend. Your ass should be there. Right? No, that's so no because that they were too... Okay, that would be the same. This girl and Tiffany was close. That would care. be the same as yeah. me. I don't care. It's, I would, it's I certain family members. It's certain Tiffany family. Would leave her child with me. And that would be equivalent to me doing her child, child like that because she would trust me. She had trusted this girl because they were close. They had been... Katie, I don't think they were that close though, Katie. Yes, they were. Okay. They have the, uh, if you read the thing, she said that they that Tiffany they, they forged a friendship because they were both comedians. Right. Mm -hmm. KD, I mean not KD. Tiffany checked on the girl, birthday times will call her. Yeah, it wasn't close though. Boom, boom, boom. They got close like that. 
Mm-hmm. They they consider Tiffany Aunt Tiffany. That's what they are. That's, that's all right. That's, that's that's close enough for hold on, hold on, hold on. Now that's not close enough for me to leave my kids around. Right. I was gonna say certain freaking kids, certain freaking family members. I'm not letting myself be with. Right. right. And I'm and Right. So if you feel that strongly about your seven-year-old son and your fourteen, your seventeen-year-old daughter at the time, or sixteen-year-old daughter, however maybe she is, ain't you going to be there too? Because right. if, if, if your kids are on a set of a movie set or an acting set, don't you want to see their their how good they're doing? Don't you want to? Not be when they are going with a friend. I don't Not care. when they are going mother. with a friend. It I don't such thing. Mother, I'm going. <laughs> Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Hold on. I see it all the time. Hold on, hold on, KD. I see it all the time. Hold on, KD. Hey, now. How long you know me? 30, 40, 35 years. Have I ever left any of one of my kids with you? Hell no. <laughs> what the fuck are we talking about? And, right. <laughs> and I was going to say, too, it's not like she was taking them out to dinner or anything like for some ice cream. Like, I still would have went, I would have trusted Tiffany to an extent, but there were other people involved in this production that I would have been concerned about. Yeah. Because it it was more of a private thing, so it was just one other person involved. All right, so KD, if if I tell you, hey, can I have your, can I take your son with me? We're going to go film this commercial. It's real private. There's only going to be a few people there, but it's private. That sounds that's the, the time you tell me is private and you take up my child, lets me know I need to be there. Either right. no and that's that's where I'm saying with you, I wouldn't. Had someone like Ebony asked me, I would. Yeah, she yeah. had that kind of trust in this girl. All right, all right. So let's say this, KD. Let's say Ebony was on the up and up. Ebony went to the bathroom. Your kid on set performing. Somebody do something to your kid, but Ed went to the bathroom. You can't safeguard that from that unless right. you're there with your eyes on your prize. Right. I I would have trusted her with my kids. All right. You right. trust Ebony. I trust but nobody. Ebony go get a drink of water and leave the kid to be performing on set or to the bathroom. At that moment, you can't protect your child, nor can Ebony. Exactly. But they, um, the young lady stated that Tiffany had always been nice to them, never been mean. But right. that particular day, she was a totally different KD, person. KD, KD, what, I'm different person. what I'm saying is, you can be nice to my kids. We could be close. And I'm still not leaving my kids by themselves with you. What the fuck right. are you talking about? Well, I mean, but T, you got babysitters. You gonna leave them with babysitters. No, no. So, well, you don't, but but trust me, eighty percent of the world have no choice but to because they have jobs. So you have no other choice. And, but and to that's trust what I'm talking about. About when you bring kids into this world, yeah. and you don't have a support system. Right. <laughs> this America, this, ain't, this real America, this ain't fake America where you can say, "Oh, babysitters." That's not. We ain't grow up on that. Right. We ain't grow up with a baby well, and no baby. And at the very least, like the the young the young lady she, when she said that she couldn't go upstairs to see her brother's uh, part being recorded, and it kind of made her feel uncomfortable because she didn't know what was going on, where she couldn't be allowed in to see, you know, her mm-hmm. brother um, that little whole little skit. Like, why didn't she have like a cell phone? She was old enough. Like, you didn't even if you're not there, like you didn't even 
like have your daughter have a cell phone or something to call to make a call like you had no connection other than tiffany and that's mm -hmm. like not cool hold on each hold on each because i want to stay there right at that point that you're making so they're saying that this was you know eon eon years ago we don't know so eight. at this point eight years ago so at this point all everybody didn't probably have cell phones right so even in that uh Tiffany and Ari's coming up as comedians. I thought it was. I thought she said she was seventeen years old, and now she's twenty-one. She was no, at the time. She was a minor. Yeah, I think she was fourteen. Yeah, she was fourteen. Yeah, okay, so seven years ago. Seven years ago. Seven years. Okay. But but what I'm saying is, uh, comedians when they're on the come up and they're just trying to do anything to you know to go viral or to make a moment. Mm. Like I don't think they had ill intentions when they were making the skit. Is what I'm trying to get to. I think that they and, and no, they didn't. It was just something that went too far. It it went too far. But what's going too far? Sometimes you have to go, you know, to to a harsh setting to show motherfuckers what it really is, what's really going on. If you don't put certain things in people's faces, they're not going to believe it. So I, I, I still say it shouldn't have been used with real kids. Right, I get it. Maybe it should have been. But if yeah, it's maybe. not your kids, Katie, are you even watching it? You're going to still get the same message through. They no, are very, nobody, they, nobody they are very committed. They are comedians. Nobody did Little man hat done been on. Imitate something like that. Make it funny. Okay, no, everything is funny. You That's can't. what I'm saying. Everything they are comedians. But everything it's, is not funny, though. They are <laughs> comedians. They could have brought it to... They they could have used their talents. They have the talent. Everything ain't And they funny. had the resources. And they could have brought that a totally different way and still got their point across without using a child. All right. Hold on now. Also, that, that's true, Katie, but they might not even have been advanced in their brain to think at that point to let's do this. But this is yeah. the thing. Ari Spears is a D-level um comedian with no with no really glorification out there. Tiffany Haddish at the time wasn't Tiffany Haddish. We just she right. came with in the past three, four years and, and became Tiffany Haddish. So where do you have the resources that, as you can right. see, was low budget, right. right? So it wasn't big budget. It wasn't Martin Lawrence and right. and and Mo Monique doing this. Is it different? When I'm speaking of resources, now I'm speaking of they had perfected the skill of how to get their stuff on film to make it look professional enough to get attention, like it did. But you still could have used your imagination. But this is years later. This is years later getting attention. When that first came out, I didn't see that shit. Yeah. Uh -uh. No, because they were snatching it down because it was too disgusting. All right. Aries' ass looked crazy. He looked like he enjoyed it exactly. too much. Exactly. Weirdo. All right. Now, Tiffany, you know, played the mother, and she, you know, wasn't actually in the act of um, making suggested things. She played the mother. So in this, um, Aries Spears do look like more of the villain. He corny. <laughs> he corny. <laughs> Weird. So do y'all think this cancellation should, should be going forward because of this? 
Do y'all think that either one of them should be canceled after this? See, what I don't want to see, I don't want to see a civil suit. Because mm-hmm. a civil suit for me cancels all that shit out for me. That just let me know that you in it for the cheese. Because right. if the cheese is going to make you feel better, then what we here for? Because that ain't justice. Right. That's mm-hmm. not justice at this point. That's just, I'm trying to get a bag. I, I, I they, She's up there because she now is a top female actress. Bag time. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Yeah. If you want, if you want, if, if you want to take this to the full extent, take it to the full extent. Take it to the full extent, and 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 have no hesitations with it. Right. Now I feel like I feel like uh, Aries is already fucking canceled. He's a non motherfucking factor. But <laughs> Tiffany, I feel like she, you know, shouldn't be, you know, a part of the whole cancel movement simply because, you know. It was done in bad taste with good intentions, but done in bad taste. So, you know, she should, you know, uh, approach everything, deal with everything and move past it and get back to her shit. You know what I mean? I I feel Mm -hmm. like she shouldn't be canceled because of it, but she should be held accountable for just her actions and and acting in it. But what does that look like, though? What does that what does that look like to be held accountable? I think she should pay all of those bills because. The sister mentioned that her brother is having to go to counseling. She's having to go and the mother. They're all seeking therapy. So Katie, I think Katie, Katie, what if they're spending that in order to get a bag though? Well, maybe so. If they are, that's on them. But Tiffany No, it's it's uh, on it's on me if I'm Tiffany and I gotta pay for that shit. <laughs> no, I think that t- well, again, she said she was her friend. And she's got the money to do it. I think that at least she could say, "Okay, well, this is on me. If I cause, I I didn't mean to cause this on my God kids. So I will happily pay for their therapy. What is that? She she's big. What what is that going to take from her? But that's only if that is all they want. Like you say, now if they're not after the bag, then that should suffice for them. But if they're after the bag, then they're going to go for more. But if that's all they want. Retribution, then yeah, she should just offer to pay for their medical care. Yeah, that, that sounds a little crazy. Man. Sounds reasonable and logical. Why are you making that face? Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, no, what's the problem? I just, I'm over this. I understand. I just be trying to understand certain things is like we 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 we, t- we don't take accountability for our actions and then we so quick to blame somebody else right, for, right. for if your kids there the fuck where's your accountability where's your blame for you leaving your kids with somebody she ain't your fucking sister <laughs> like, like well, i'm sorry guys but you see women leaving their kids every and, they day need with to stop that they shit. and they need to stop that shit and that's a point that i want well, to get sometimes they can't take them with them so they have to do what they have to do, but then you form that bond with someone that you trust them with your. Kids. This is what, this is where you know sometimes these these girls that don't work and be having these babies get a bad rep, and I and and you know what? As I sit back and I analyze and I, I'm listening to KD, some of these girls don't have don't have nothing but themselves to help take care of their children, right? And they don't, they can't work because they don't have no opportunity to take their kid nowhere else because they can't afford 
here. They can't afford this and that. So they quit their job so they can take care of their children. Right? Because they don't want to just put them in, in, in somebody else's care and let them let that happen to them. Right. right. Far too often do we see and hear stories of children getting molested because they with the wrong people. Mm. Or we left them with a nephew, a cousin, or a brother, or a sister, or a cousin, or a niece, or whatever, and they did something to that child. And now that child is scarred for life because we left them with somebody that we thought was had their best interests at heart. When it when all in doubt, the only person that really has their best interests at heart is the parent. Right? Again, you can't put yourself, you can't, you can't allow your children to just go with anybody. I don't care if they're your best friend or not. I don't care if you know them for all your life. You yeah. never know what they got, what they do behind closed doors. Hey. The moment you take your eyes off your child or you let them go in those situations, you open the door for the possibility of something happening to them, happening to them. This is where you got to equip your kids with the knowledge of, yo, if you don't feel comfortable, get the fuck up. If you don't feel comfortable, call the phone, make noise, scream, jump out the window. I'd rather you break your leg than somebody break your fucking virginity or break your innocence. Get do something crazy, right? Don't just accept it. If your brother upstairs and you feeling weird, go get his little ass and let's and get, get the fuck out of here. Right? I'm teaching my kids all kind of tactics and not just saying, "Oh, that's Aunt Tiffany. You should be cool with her." That ain't acceptable. That's not raising my kid to survive this crazy cold world that's out here. And yes, y'all may say, "Nell, well, you ain't got no kids. You don't know." I know the world is weird. <laughs> That's one thing I do know. I don't even let myself go with some people. So you think I'm gonna let my kids go with some people? <laughs> right. Nah, we gotta stop taking. We gotta stop placing blame on others for the lack thereof raising our own. We gotta stop. We gotta take back ownership of what's ours. And at all costs, I'm protecting mine. So if that means I'm gonna be on set today, I'm gonna be on set today. The first moment I walk in there and look real goofy. We walking out of here. You want to find somebody else. Again, as I said, I see it all the time where aunties come on sets with the minor kids because their parents had to work, but they're entrusting that because they have no choice or they feel like they can trust that person. So to me, that wasn't unnormal. That that was normal. I see that all the time. It is normal. That don't make it right. Aunties, I, I didn't say it, make it right. <laughs> you, you see, aunties on set, right? They're not I, real aunties, though. No, but they're not thing. Real. <laughs> no, no, no. What I'm saying is, aunties on that's set, your real aunt. I know, I know they're not the real aunt, but the aunties or the people that's on set ain't got no stake in the movie, right? So that means they don't give a fuck about how that shit go. If the shit look weird and goofy, we up here. I'm not chilling by the by the by the bagel stand while they in there filming. I'm not at the MM table feeding my face because I want to be around the auntie that had them that was the one filming the film so naturally. So who has my eyes? Who has their eyes on my child? Nobody. Because she trusted. I need to be there. Because she trusted Tiffany. <laughs> all this trust in these I see it all the time. <laughs> yeah. It was nothing no, no. Right, so right, let right. me ask a right, question. Right. I want to ask one more thing. So, yes, you trusted Aunt Tiffany, right? 
you trust the Aunt Tiffany. Aunt Tiffany is your, your friend. You know Aunt Tiffany. They know Aunt Tiffany. They cool with Aunt Tiffany, right? Mm-hmm. Don't you teach your kids? Don't you teach her? I, I know my mom told us before we go anywhere. Yo, if you go somewhere, you touch something, I'm fucking you up. Or you go somewhere and you do something, and I get a phone call. Or if something look weird, somebody touch you, make sure you let me know or some, whatever. My mother equipped me with information and let me know to watch out for others when she couldn't watch out for others. And most parents do, but you have some parents that don't. That's why they ain't no sleeping at nobody else's house. You yes, do have some. I didn't either. Hold, hold on now, because yesterday was my daughter's birthday. My daughter turned 20 yesterday. So me and her mom, when my daughter was a baby, used to have physical altercations because she would do the same shit that you're talking about, KD. And I removed my daughter from that situation. <laughs> just give her yeah, the right. We're mm-hmm. not doing it. You're not going to be just leaving my daughter with any and everybody. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you making up these aunties? No. And that is being a man right there, T. Not, 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 not many men would do that. So I salute you to the fullest for doing that. I really do. But that's because there are women that do that. I want women to take accountability in doing that. Why are you doing that? Stop <laughs> having all these fucking kids if this is what you're going to have to go through. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Yeah, you can't give accommodations to this hey. man. Hey, that's Auntie T, Auntie Tiffany, T T Tiffany. Nah, that's on set. I don't care about on set. Hey, this is the part where people be educating people and saying, "Yo, it's weird out here." You hey, see it? Yes. Well, like I say, it it was a double. They they got the lesson in pedophile because the message was brought through. While they also got a lesson in regardless of who it is. You always, always, always go with your child and don't trust the words mm-hmm. of what they're saying they're gonna do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was a double lesson. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. Let's move on now. Let's <laughs> move on. So I wanna wait. throw the I wanna throw the ball to the ladies because we talk a lot. <laughs> so I wanted to just give the ladies this whole segment. It's theirs. Let them run amok. I don't know nothing about this. <laughs> oh, you know all about it. Okay. Ladies, I know. Let the ladies run amok. I know. All right, so life after dating and divorce, right? So, ladies, talk about that. Talk about what life's like after you date somebody and y'all break up. Life's like after you divorce. What's life like after that? Hmm. Life is grand. And how has how has the dating game changed from before you were married to after you know divorce? How has the dating game changed? So go ahead, ladies. You know, mm. at the floor. Mm, 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 mm. Well, I've been divorced about what six years now. I think yeah, about six years. I was married for ten. Um, I was with him for thirteen and knew him for twenty plus. So um, for me, it was a little difficult getting back out into the dating scene. Um, I definitely came into some uncharted waters when I got back into the the dating field because it's definitely way far left now. Like, I don't even know if if it can be called dating. Can it be called dating? Though? Because <laughs> I, I, don't I don't know. know. Is, it, is, it, is it really dating? I don't know. But... Um, I, I found it really hard to like kind of adjust and adapt to the way that, you know, courtship and just relationship or uh, getting to know someone had 
significantly significantly changed um, when I was getting back into the field about six years ago or so. So it's, hmm, I don't know. It's definitely um, doable. You know, I'm a lover of love, so I'm definitely going to shoot my shot with it. Um, but I can say that it's difficult out here nowadays. All right, before we go to KD, I want to know, uh, what is your take on marriage now? Like, would you get married again? Yeah, so I, um, I'm not pressed to do it again because I've been there, done that. I will only do it again if it's going to be right, if it's going to be solid, and if it's going to be uh, that never-ending love that we're going to die together type situation. That would be the only way I would ever get involved in a marriage again. Otherwise, we can just keep doing what we do and be happy. <laughs> and and what is your advice? Like, what would you say that you need the men to be, you know, different as far as dating now? What, what do you think the problem is? Like, what is that? Transparency. I, I do feel like um, some men are not completely transparent um, fully, you know, there are men that divulge exactly what it is that they want, what it is that they need. Um, but there are still some limitations to their full transparency about really what it is that they're going for, or really what it is that they want within you. So I feel like that's where the breakdown can be sometimes, um, that I've seen personally. Yeah. All right, Katie, you got the ball. So, well, mine is quite difficult as well. I was with my ex for a total of 38 years, and we were married for 34. So, um, I've been divorced a little over a year now. I have not really, I guess, I haven't really gotten into the dating game because I'm busy working on myself because. It's not easy when you're getting a divorce after so many years of being with a person. Um, that's a lifetime. And that is a complete, totally different life that you're starting over. It's not going to be easy, but um, you, it's a decision that when you make it, you're going to either make it or you're going to fall. So by not falling, it gives a little shell to you. And my shell has tended to push people away from me. They mistake my shell for protecting me because I'm not used, I'm, I'm used to having to protect myself. So no, I don't trust easily at all. I don't trust. And it shows. So I have yet to start dating. Um, I have been on platonic, I guess platonic dates and it's just like sitting across from a friend. I mean, all right, all right, all right, Katie. So let's say you're on a set or whatever, and you know, you begin to, you know, have a talk with somebody, or y'all become somewhat friends or whatever, and they ask you out on a date. Are you open to accepting that date, or are you right now like, no, I'm not doing nothing? No, I'm open to it because platonically, I am open. To it because I'm the type of person that you have to become my friend first anyway. So I am open to um, go, going out on a date. Um, I, I have my rule of thumb. Um, I, it's going to have to be 
in the daytime. You know, I, I just have my speckle, my little separations for an outing. I don't even call it a date. I just call it an outing. So what are these stipulations? <laughs> like I say, um, it, it depends on the person, on, but um, I was asked um, out and my thing was, okay, we get together, but it's going to be during the day. Okay. Because I didn't want any kind of um, confusion so as so, to what it was. So a lunch date? Yeah. Okay. Lunch date. Mm -hmm. And are, are you going Dutch or is he still paying? No, I want Dutch. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm not mad at that. Yeah. So, Katie, would you get married again? Right now, no, because I'm still... No, is it an option, Katie? Yeah, it's an option. It's, it's always an option because, like I say, you know, I have to slowly open myself up. Um, but I know at the same time, I still got to build me. So once I finish, and I won't say finish building me, but once I find that person who is who wants to help continue building me, it's a possibility. All right, now, before we get into the shits, um, could you ask the ladies about their their maintenance and you know how, <laughs> how this female thing plays out because I seen some women saying their monthly maintenance as far as like nails, hair, you know, waxes, things of that nature, maybe like 200 300 dollars a month. So, so what's up with y'all maintenance? How much does it cost to get them keep the maintenance up? That is you. Keep you looking like you need to look how you need to be. I just need a haircut. I just need a haircut every week. My haircut is like $35, $40, and I'm cool. The rest of the shit I can do myself. <laughs> so, what's the monthly maintenance like, Katie? Say what now? What's the monthly maintenance like? For me, $10. Katie say I do my shit all myself. <laughs> what's look, the $10? Look, well, it's like this. I'm blessed. When you look like this, it don't take much, number one. Uh oh. I just enhance what God has given me. So I'm blessed. That's right. That. I know that's right. Um, it is. Ish, how, what about for you, Ish? Um, yeah, mine's just like around 300, maybe, yeah, maybe 300, 350 monthly. And those are like givens. What do they consist of, though? Break it down for us. Feet nails um i actually can't get waxes any longer so i don't have to do that i will sneak and get one every now and again but um yeah for me it's just pretty much feet and nails and that's just that so just imagine if i got my hair done i don't do that regularly because i could do it myself um mm -hmm. but you know if if i that's just nails and feet alone so if i did more then we talk about five maybe six hundred dollars a month for me Nice. Ladies in the comments, we would like for you to share as well. What's yeah. your, what does your monthly maintenance bill look like? And we're talking about from head to toe. Yeah. Head to toe monthly maintenance bill. KD is $10. Each is around three, four hundred, give or take. If you're going for the full shebang, it's five hundred. Wow. So Ebony says she, <laughs> I'm simple. My husband cuts my hair and Manny Petty is sixty-five dollars. Nice. Mm -hmm. I wish my Manny and Petty was sixty five dollars. 
I'm coming out of there like 125 so gotta, every two. Oh weeks. my God. You, you get the jail and all of that? Yeah. Stuff? Yeah. Oh, Sometimes oh, designs oh, and colors. And oh, I get no. jail on my hands and my feet. So, yeah, that's probably See, why. When I do go, um, I don't let them put any jail. I, I, I use the jail polish and that's it. Mm. Barb said, I still keep it simple. Barb yeah. said, Ms. Jones, to be exact, said, I'm around five to 600 right. months. Now I got a question. I got a question inside. Does your monthly maintenance also consist of gas? Are you putting that into into your monthly maintenance? No, we just talking about female, the female shit. Oh, the female shit, the little yeah. hair, the little right. eye. Right. So damn, five to six, y'all. Some people got some people doing anything. Absolutely. For me, see, let's answer for the guys. My monthly maintenance. Gonna cost me about seventeen thousand. <laughs> <laughs> Monthly maintenance for me is probably around three to four hundred dollars. Haircut, I get a haircut every week. Yeah. Uh, that's probably about thirty, forty dollars, give or take. Um, personal grooming items, you know, those things. Those things are needed. They're not needed every month, but they might be needed every other month. So, you know, that's it. And then a pair of sneaks. That's a part of my grooming. That's a part of my monthly maintenance. We add that in? <laughs> if we add that in, then my price going up. <laughs> price going up. You got to, because that's part of your feet. You can't, your feet, you got to get your, you got to have comfortable feet. Yeah, see, so y'all numbers and y'all figures yeah, is way more than ours. More no, 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 we bougie. Yeah, we bougie. We a little bougie. Like, <laughs> most part, if you took out the, if you took out the sneaks, right. it's, it's really, it's really real simple. Right, it's really thirty-four dollars. Yeah, it's really just a haircut. haircut. That's it. Ain't nothing else to it. So y'all don't get patties? No, like I, I do. You know, own. like men get their own feet. I mean, men get their feet like, done. And the one at time only. Oh no. shit. I, I'm, I, I could care less about my feet as long as them shits clean when they hit the um hit the sheets. I'm cool. Uh -huh. Do they be snagging on the sheets? No, so they be snagging. Clip them. You got. No, no, you keep clippers and you you keep clippers. But only time I get like a like a pedicure is when I'm actually traveling. Because right. I know my feet might be out when I'm on the sand or whatever the haste may be. I don't want to bring a bunch of sand under my my toenails. Okay. But yeah, mm -hmm. I don't know when. It, well, well y'all keep your fingernails clean though, right? Like, you might not get manicured, but yeah, you got. To. I could do that myself, but if I'm if I'm being extra, if I'm being on my pretty boy shit, I will uh, get a facial probably you know once a month or every two weeks when I'm. On and that. that's reasonable because I've I've known guys to do that too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So that's that's reasonable. Get a facial sometimes. Get the ears mm -hmm. and shit off you. Right. <laughs> Other than that, our shit is a little simple. But I think men are more simple. Like we don't require much. But I will say this: I have no problem dropping a cash app. I have hold on, no hold on, hold on, hold on. Now. I'm glad that you said that. So, do you care if she gets any of these services done? Do I care? Yeah. Do you care? What do you mean? Like, do you care if she like want to get her hair done every week? She want to get her like. Do you care about that kind of stuff? If she yeah. didn't do it, no. Yeah. Oh, uh, hold on. Listen to the question. Okay, if she me. don't do it, if she doesn't do these things, do you care? Is what I'm asking. Like, I love a woman that want to take care of herself. Right. Love a woman that keep herself up. 
hair. No, that's a woman. That's girly shit. I, I, I'm with you because but, you're. But, it, but it's also half and half because I also love the natural shit. I love the natural shit too. Now, it's a, it's a fine line for me. I'm a simple pimple type of dude, as y'all can see. But I like the girly shit. If you if you go out get your little nails and your feet done, that's I, I have no problem supporting that habit for you. You want to get your hair done? I don't mind that. Mm. I, I'm one of them guys that whatever's going to make you feel good, happy, and, and and be your best, I'm willing to contribute to that. Because I always heard us heard women say, or even was told, if you wanted, if you want something to be a certain way, then you got to pay for it. I don't mind paying for it. Right. I right. don't. Well, that's typical. Most men say that they they pay for their women's, you know, hair, nails, and, and pedicure. You know, you'll see it. They they say that they they're financing that. So, so no, cool. so no. My my question is, what if she OD'd on either side of this? You know, debate. What's the OD going every three days? You yeah. <laughs> somewhere with the blue ones. Them shits ain't them. You. <laughs> So OD it might be if she got them every three days. Right. What's up? Right. You're stuck. Two hundred dollars. <laughs> you got it's two hundred. That's your limit. Your limit is two hundred dollars. Yeah, make, 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 make it work. 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 You know what I'm not a fan of though? I'm not a fan. Hold on now. Hold on now. Hold on now. So what if she OD the other way and she don't wear deodorant anymore? <laughs> shit like that. Don't wear the odorant no more. Right. My dad no more. This is a real thing, Ish. What you mean? Like this is some real Why shit. Why would you never not wear deodorant no more? They start with the you know the natural deodorants. They and then it just dwindles down. You know. All right. So if she on her natural kit. Hey. Say hey, baby. You know what? I'm going natural. Right. Natural hair. I'm going to cut it all off and let the natural hair grow back in. Um. She's, she's, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Listen, I use natural deodorant and I ain't never gonna not use natural deodorant. Let me say, like, I ain't morphing into nothing. So you saying that she exactly. said she, that is know. a real thing, Laura. That is a real thing. She said she just want to be a stink box. No, she don't want to be a stink box. She just want to be natural. Like she don't want to do it with no chemicals. And you know how they be on the I don't want chemicals and all this kind of shit. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of women like that. Right. I mean, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Not putting aluminum. When you go natural, you just want to start cleansing your whole body. So when y'all go natural, are y'all removing? I guess y'all removing the paraffins and the perfumes from your from your from your from your 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 stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Still might be putting natural deodorants and things like that. Yeah, that's cool. Hold on now. Why why is her deodorant thirty dollars though? She no, because the native and stuff. Yeah, the native. You know, one one deodorant is fifteen dollars by this, the time, you're yeah. done, depending on what you use. So it could be costly yeah. if you're going through them a few times out the month. Yeah, it's like me eleven dollars. Right, that's not that thirty dollars. Well, that's gonna last. <laughs> yeah, some of them do. It depends. And the toothpaste too. Like I use non-fluoride toothpaste. The toothpaste is expensive, like eleven dollars. Yeah. Oh, it's like seven and eight here for like that charms and the yeah, non-fluoride. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Whatever it's going to take for her to be at her best, I'm cool. You dig? I just learned to just let her be and let her have fun. If she want to go get her head done, I don't mind. If she need a pair of shoes. 
mind. If she want a new bag, I don't mind. Just when I say, get the hell out of my face, the game is on. <laughs> hey, now, I don't mind. You dig? That's yeah. it. I, 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 ain't, I ain't too hard. You ask me for something, nine times out of ten, I'm, I'm going to give it to you. And if I ain't got it right there, I'm going to make a way to get it to you. That's it. All right. All right. Now, we do, we do have to address a, a question that somebody had in the, uh, in the chat. They were saying, you know, should she always have to ask you or should you just give it to her without her asking? Oh, like why do people? Yeah, like why? People, people. <laughs> and, and what I'm about to say out of my mouth is not, <laughs> and I don't, you know. But what is the what is wrong with asking for something? Yes, what is the problem, ladies? It's, a, it's crazy because you can ask for something and be like, well, you like. It, it just the, really guy. all depends on right, but there are some guys that are like that, so therefore yeah, that, you just that, that, don't ask. Yeah, you rather not ask. Wait a minute. Like, wait, a, wait a minute. Wait a minute. So each and KD. So if that's the guy, do you not? Is that not a clue that this might not be the guy for me? The phone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there is always yeah, clues. Yeah, exactly. for sure. For Hold sure. Up. But let's say the guy. Did, oh damn! You just asked me for. Or damn, babe, you just I just that, but he give it to you anyway. What do it matter? All right. I think we so we gotta ask y'all for shit, but y'all can't ask us for nothing. Right. <laughs> right. Right. But that's well, what I'm it, saying. I think it's the fear of, of of the reaction that you're gonna get when you're asking for something, especially okay. if it's needed. I'm not necessarily coming to you and asking you for nothing for or no bullshit. Like I'm asking you for it for a purpose. So if you're gonna get a wild, a weird response, then you just rather not ask, right? Karen, you just oh, rather fine. like fuck it. That so that come in that part where I said um taking care of yourself, you learn to depend only on yourself. And it's Look, nothing this, against this the next person. If you're with but somebody, it's just that what you are used this, to if you're doing. with somebody and you ask that you never get what you asked for, you might be with the wrong motherfucker, or that needs to be a conversation that you need yeah. to have with him. Like, well, I'm just the type, I'm not going to ask. I didn't say it was right. Hold on now. I haven't gotten to a place where I, um, I used to ask my ex. That's what I'm about to say. Always be no, no, you can't put that on everybody, though. You but, can't. I mean, that's just okay. Well, I would ask, but if I'm ever rejected, I won't ask again. Why? I mean, why? I so, 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 no means no forever. Right. Like, why? Why? Well, I, I perceive it would be. Why? And because I, I'd be like, well, if they want me to have something, they'll get to. What? But look, okay. Also, it, um, it makes us feel so good. Um, a girl went with me. She went out um, for lunch one day, and she had these flowers on a car and sticky notes and all of that and an envelope. And uh, me being paranoid, I'm like, girl, you better make sure they ain't going to be touching. But her boyfriend had come up there, put the sticky notes on her car, gave her an envelope with a card, and I don't know what else was in the card, but it's stuff like that. Right. She didn't ask for but you, but you know, you know how you get stuff like that when you be on some right <laughs> without him having <laughs> you give him right. without him right. having ass. It's a circle of reciprocation. Right. Right. Yeah, if he don't get it, you're not getting it. I guess exactly. But I guess the cycle has to begin somewhere. 
And like I said, but, but, I, again, I'm 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 so perplexed with this. If I ask and it's no, then it always means it's no. Yeah. Well, it's the like each thing is you don't want the rejection of it being another no. So you just not do it. Yes, it's just pride. Yeah. It's nothing but pride. It's nothing but yeah. pride. Did you die? Did you die? <laughs> Somebody no, said no. no, no well, I mean, if the reaction is wrong, somebody just may die. Okay. It's, it's crazy though. So if if you like, let's say this: if 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 I turn over one night and ask you for sex and you say no, do that mean I can't get no sex right, again? That you think I'm never going to ask you for sex again? You must be crazy. <laughs> the awareness of, like, if that's your partner and that's your mate, you you can be told no. Yes. You can be told, I ain't got it right now. I When I get it, I got you. Or no, baby, I ain't got it. But he might be working hard to go out here to provide it so he can give it to you at a later date. You never... It'd be weird, though. Yeah. But, mm -hmm. I mean, you know, again, it's just all on, you know, perception and, and pride. The causes, though, yeah. unnecessary divide when it doesn't have to be. It but how, how a divide, though? How a divide? You're sitting there in your feelings because you because, said... Because you could have got some shit that you wanted, but you never fucking asked for it. That's the divide. Or not even... <laughs> Feelings because he told you no. Now you got an attitude. So now you put in your mind, oh, I ain't never gonna ask again. He ain't got to worry about me asking again. And you gonna carry that with yourself. Y'all know how y'all get, right? Right. Okay. Pull, right. pull up Barbara's um comments. Which one? Um, she says, "I'm glad my guys are observing and listen to me when I mention things because I don't like asking for nothing." And that's our point right there. <laughs> no. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Katie. Like, like, hold on, hold on, Katie. Everybody can be observant. If you know I like my back rub, I don't want to have to always ask for you to rub my back. The fuck? And you, well, maybe you, you want to stay with us. We don't. That's you right. see us getting our nails done every two weeks. Why should we have to? We don't want to have to ask. All right, so let me ask you. People have other things on their brain. Like I have, I do a million things every fucking day. I'm not thinking about your fucking nails. Just tell me you want to go with your nails done, and I'll give and you the, the fuck. Nothing is wrong with that. Not every guy is like barber guys. I mean, not in fact, very few guys are attentive like that too. Where. Don't put that narrative out there. Katie. Don't put that narrative out there. Uh, you ain't out there in the world. A lot, of guys, a lot of guys do pay attention. That you are not world, so you have no way that you cannot put that narrative out there right. on me. Right. Paying attention and having other shit to do is two different things. I could be paying attention and know that you like to get your nails done, but I might not have it today, but I might have it next week. So that don't mean that I'm not paying attention. That, that just means that other things are involved. Well, I say most men. I didn't say you guys. But, but you don't, you don't know most men, Katie. You You're paying the narrative. You're paying the narrative. Well, I've been married to one before. That's one man. That's not most men. And I've seen others. I mean, I'm, I'm not basing this off of just things of what I've heard. I'm basing this off of women that I've seen. I mean, that's just not that, something that, that, that every man does. You got, a, you got a pure example of your Bessie in the comments. You said her man gives her, buys her. Oh, yeah. Jason is. 
Let me tell you. No, no, no. I tell him this all the time. Jason is the... Jason notices everything about her. He makes sure that she is happy. But you said men do that. You got an example of a man that's not like that. You run that with a narrative that's negative about us men. All right. That's not. I said that's some men now. I didn't say. You said oh. most men. <laughs> that means the majority yeah. of the men. <laughs> well, it's like that. They but are that. because men like like Jay Z. Hold on, hold on. Now I got this. Hold on, hold on. Now I got this. KD, you know why most men are like that, and you know why you can say that is because if you allow motherfuckers to get away with that, then they're gonna keep running with that. If you, as a woman, keep asking the motherfucker until he do it, or you leave him alone, if he don't do it, then men will get that through their heads and they'll start doing it. You know, you see how this works. Well, that's why I just do my own thing. If I can't get it done, oh well. I mean, I, I. But doing your own thing, that shit gets corny. Right. It gets lonesome. It might do, but it gives me a sense of being responsible for myself because no one, I, I can't expect anyone to be responsible for my needs. That doesn't mean somebody's mm -hmm. responsible for your life because they do. They, you accept my needs for you. After my needs. So, be, so if, if someone, if you allow somebody to do something for you or give you something, that doesn't take away from your. From your independence? No, it does not. No, but only if they offer it to me. Listen. I'm not going to go out begging for it. How that begging? Yes, that's, that's, <laughs> that's what it feels like, though. It do feel it's like it. It's not begging. Yeah. You're my partner. What the fuck? Right, right. So, asking, so, I'm but, asking you for something. I damn sure am not feeling be, like it. <laughs> <laughs> I damn sure do not feel that way. Right. The, thing, the thing that's so funny is, Y'all women will sit us down or say this, babe, you can ask me, you can come and talk to me about anything. Yes. Mm -hmm. Ask me tell me no. Do I stop coming to you because you said no? Right. You are always going to expect me to come to you with something or if I want something or telling you whatever. The moment I stop is like, why are you stop? Because you told me no before. Then you're looking at us crazy. Right. Well, who you got another girl buying it for you? Because I ain't buying it for you. It's a narrative. Right. I it's, think that's a... Yeah, and I think it's a masculine energy, a masculine trait that you know I I, I gained honestly, like from my mom. Like that is just mm -hmm. something that was instilled in me young to just yeah, like do mm -hmm. for yourself, get your own, have your own, the yeah. stand the third, and it is a masculine energy that I I know that I you know carry. It might not mm -hmm. always be you know I know that it's not good in some senses, like you know yeah. what I mean, because oh, I do know on. like if you with a partner that you should Eesh. be able to ask. Hold on, hold on, hold on, not ladies. Hold on now, hold yeah. on, now, ladies. I just want to let y'all know, it's all right. To ask for stuff. It's all right. right. You're gonna survive. <laughs> it's all right. Like all the time, yes, he should pay attention and yes, he should do things without you having to ask him, but it's also okay for you to ask, ladies. That's all I want to say. It's okay. It's all right. Ask okay. away. And you and ladies, you know your mates. You know if you can ask and what they would do. I mean, you know, you've been with them a while, you know. Like we gotta on this like this is not a podcast anymore as he said this is a conversation we conversing right we gotta stop the slander on on all levels How of is that slander <laughs> most men don't pay attention <laughs> that's slander statement <laughs> it's a slander statement I'm, I'm speaking on the comments that's in the chat I'm speaking on the comments and like 
Like we gotta stop this slander that men don't do or men that like everybody got some some shit with them. We all do. You might say a man ain't this, but a woman is emotional. A man ain't attentive, but a woman is emotional. A man ain't caring, but a woman is emotional. We can say both sides of the, both sides to say what the other is not. In the conversation, aren't we trying to find ways to bridge that gap? How is you begging your partners? That's all I want to know. Like, I say it make you feel like it does. It does make it does. Let me say this though. Let me say this. I got one of the biggest hearts in the world, right? Y'all see me every day giving out, giving away stuff. Did I get anything for my birthday? No. Zero. Zero. You think people pulled up on me that I did shit for before or helped before or did anything and said, no, here goes something. I know you like sneaks. I know you like this. Here's five dollars to get lunch or anything like that. No, because I don't look for nothing. But at the end of the day, y'all can't say y'all attentive to shit. <laughs> Where's that attention at? Where's that attention at? We come on here every Wednesday and spill our guts about the shit that we like. But do do people pull up and say, "Here's a here's a pair here's a pair of this," and I ain't saying I'm looking for that. But at the end of the day, you can't say y'all do and we don't. Yes. I didn't say either way. Ah, I just man, y'all, it's the Carmela's saying if her man loves sneakers, should she wait or should she just give him money? It don't matter. <laughs> long as he gets right. it, it don't matter how, how it's delivered. <laughs> long as it's delivered, that don't matter. Oh, this is what this is what baffles me. So again, put that up. So if my man loves sneakers. You know he loves them. He's going to love them mm -hmm. on Wednesday, or he's going to love them mm -hmm. on Friday when he asks you. Get him. Mm -hmm. The surprise comes, and you know what happens? That shit, that surprise shit. You might be like, "Oh shit, my baby did this." Let me go. Let me. Let me. Whatever. It, it just opens up Pandora's box, and sometimes. And see, that is stuff that I would do in a relationship, guys. Believe it or not, I did. I would buy um, stuff. Hold on. Have it hold, on. hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm knocking on this door because you just said that's something that you do, right? And on Wednesday, I always say that I love socks and shoestrings. I'm waiting on my socks. I said in a relationship. This is a relationship. This is a, relationship. <laughs> this is a business relationship. It is a. I told you. I didn't told you before. Everything is a fucking relationship. Everything is a relationship. It have to be a romantic relationship. Everything is a relationship. Everything is a relationship. <laughs> Uh, well, how about this? When I have the funds, I'm like the bullshit. When I have the funds, that is something, and, and Ebony can tell you that. All right, so why do the narrative gotta be when I had the funds? What about the guy not having the funds? Yeah. You, no, that's I true. The funds. That's true. That's true. Okay, then. I mean, a lot of the times in, in situations, that's why. He's saying no, or he doesn't and I, just go out and do it and, because he doesn't have it. And that's and fine. That's, and that's a lot of times why I will not ask again because I feel bad that I put him in a situation to make him feel bad that he couldn't give it to me. So, you know, that's in the back of my How's head. How's that feeling bad? It might just be, babe, I, ain't, I, I actually went out this week and I spent all my fun money. Or I spent all my extra money. Well, I ain't I got it right now, it. but give me, give me a day or two. Them in that position. But, give me but, a day or two, and I got I, you. Hold on, though. I also need y'all women to understand that some men 
are not as evolved as me and Mel. You know, some men don't know. And some men are still waiting for you to ask them again. So when you don't ask a man, you're letting them off the hook. I want y'all to know that. That when you don't ask again, you letting the motherfuckers off the hook. I hope you know that. No, when you don't ask again, you saying you don't want it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. For sure. It, it just be fucking me up because people be like, oh, well, I, you know, I ain't get you nothing because I ain't know what to get you because you got everything. No, I don't. Give me, more, give me more. Give me more of the shit I got then. And if one in doubt, just give me money. I could never mm -hmm. have enough of that. Mm -hmm. It just, you stop, stop with the craziness, people. This is relationships, right? If you are in a relationship or partnership, don't look at Jennifer. Talk to your partner. Look at Jennifer. See, it's not just Isha and myself. Jennifer said no ass. And, and, and that's no, it's nonsense. not just us. And it's nonsense. I, I didn't say it was just y'all. I said it was nonsense. I didn't say it was just y'all too. I said that's nonsense. Right. <laughs> yeah, I didn't say right. it. She said she asked for her birthday. She asked for her birthday. She asked for Christmas. Uh -huh. All right, yeah. so this, I'm putting it out there. So the next holiday that's coming up is called Halloween. I want some some sneaks. Okay, I'm putting it out there. I asked. <laughs> no, what's the next holiday? President's Day is coming up. It's a national holiday. <laughs> I take a couple, Benj I take a couple of Benjamins. He was a nah. He wasn't a president. I'll take a couple Andrew. Jackson. I take a, um. Ben Fr I, I, I take a couple Andrew Jackson. That's a fifty dollar bill if you don't know. No, that's a twenty dollar bill if you don't know what that is. And Je um, now Jennifer, that's the, um, that's two of the main things I would never say. Fucking craziness for my birthday and Christmas. <laughs> yes, you get uh, Why would you not? <laughs> oh yeah. Well, typically too, the person is asking you, like, you know, what do you want for Christmas? What do you want for your birthday? And hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm glad you said that, East. But if you know what you want already. And it's ahead of time. Now I can start planning for that because you already told right. me what you want. Right. Again, when when I was That's in true. a committed relationship like that, where we did do things like that, start throwing hints or something like that. Yeah. Uh -huh. I used to be in a normal relationship where I did things like that. Really, I did. Let's read Camille. Let's read Camille's comment. I like her little comment as long. So you're telling me being spontaneous and and surprising your spouse when it's convenient for you was okay. But doing the same in return is a problem, and the woman should open her mouth and ask. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, I totally no. get it. See, I don't that's, that's what that. I'm just saying, Camille. Again, What's wrong with asking? When I was married, I did spontaneous shit for my husband all the time. Emily can tell you that. I had no problem with that. KD. No, whatsoever. KD, what I'm saying is, why did you why did you allow it to not be reciprocated? Now you know what I, I mean. Well, there were times where he did reciprocate. So once it stopped being reciprocated, obviously, then that's when the problems began. That's why I'm a single woman today. That's what I'm saying, KD. So once it stopped being reciprocated, what was the conversation? Or was there no conversation? It's like he ain't doing yeah. it. I'm doing it. It just gradually, exactly. It just gradually that's what I'm saying. And that's, mm -hmm. that's wrong. It was never solved. And that's wrong. You have to communicate. You're not doing anything, so I'm not doing anything anymore. And then that has to be a conversation. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. But how do you think that conversation really going to go? 
Exactly. It don't matter how it goes. At least you did the work. It don't matter how it goes. You still got to do the work. Hold up. Do y'all care about how conversations go when y'all in y'all feelings? Y'all say say when y'all want to say how y'all want to say it. So now we worried about how a conversation going to go. Right. Don't pick and choose how we. Don't pick and choose when y'all want to have conversations because when y'all got something in y'all mind, y'all spill it. Right. Don't. Can't sit here and say, "Oh, how's that conversation going to go? Do I really want to walk down that road with it?" Yes. Have that same energy for when y'all got something that's on your chest. Mm-hmm. But why though? You know what's so it's so telling is why y'all fighting this? That's what I'm saying. Like, it should be something so simple. Y'all act like the man asked y'all or we asked y'all to go kill the president. Yeah. Said, There's nothing wrong with communicating your wants and needs. There's nothing wrong with it. It's actually healthy. I guess you have to feel like in a space. No, why is healthy? Because people other than you have other shit on their minds. Yes. Again, which is why I do not want to burden. That's on you if you don't want to burden. Exactly. Allow me to. So why are we having this conversation? Hold on. Hold on. I don't want to. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on, Katie. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. So, Katie. If I'm going through something and one of your family members pass away, you're not going to come tell me because you don't want to be more of a burden? Well, of course I'm going to come to you. Man, you have to apply the same shit to every fucking thing. The fuck? (laughs) Not when when I think it's going to be an inconvenience to that person. That's an inconvenience to me. If somebody passes away in your family, KD, and I'm I'm saying like like what, no, like what Nail said, you never know what the fuck uh, the next person got going on when it right. comes financially. That's what right. I'm saying. Now, um, going to financial. for, for it bereavement, has nothing, that's something totally different. It has nothing no, to do with financially. It has nothing to do with not, or they are not in your mind. If right. you something, have no problem. All this pride, for, where the fuck is all this pride coming from when in certain areas, but in other areas of the world, in other areas of our lives, we, we, we fall so short with that. Like we uh, powerful when it's oh, I ain't gotta ask no wife for none. They just supposed to know. No, they not. Yeah, fucking yeah. guardian. Like they didn't have you. It's right. two people in this world that that has that at, at certain points of your life. No, to, no, no. We just to that. you. No, she just no. She's glad that the men noticed her. No, you as a parent, you don't even know all that about your kid. I can't always know when my kid wants something or just because they always want some shit. That's not fucking life. So we going back to we going back to Barbara. So I'm confused. We going back to Barbara's comment, right? So let's say, let's talk about it. Barbara's comment. She said her men in her life are her two sons and her husband, right? Because she got two mm-hmm. sons and her husband. As much as a, as a son of my mother, it's my responsibility to make sure she got what she need because that's my job as her child, right? Mm-hmm. He took me up. She brought me to this point in life to be where I'm at. So I got I to gotta still reciprocate that to her. Her mm-hmm. husband, that's his responsibility. So at the end of the day, that's they're doing what they're supposed to do. Exactly. That's, what, that's do. what I'm saying. When you're in that relationship, when I was in that type of relationship, so, you're, so we keep, like so that. we keep going Until back to that. Happened. That's what they're. That's the relationship that they got. 
-hmm. right? And I'm sure she does for her husband and her sons equally as such, right? It's called building lines of communication so you know exactly what the other person is doing and she's paying attention to her sons and her husband and her husband and sons are paying attention to her. It ain't one side that no, oh, she ain't got, if she got her relationship to the point where she ain't got an ex, swell, you know why? Because she had to build that line of communication at some point to get there. Exactly. Uh, right. You said exactly, I but you don't want to ask. Build that type, but I'm saying I can understand that. No, now everybody it. is that blessed to be like that, right? But yeah, you do have to build to that, and I'm yeah, supposed to build it. And everybody, and every, pay attention, ladies. I don't give a fuck about how long we built about how long we built this understanding. If you still want something. It's all right for you to ask for me. I got other shit on my brain. I am busy. <laughs> ask me. Yo, if y'all can ask silly shit like who is this and why you like that comment on Facebook, <laughs> why you like this girl, you can ask me for something that's going to be beneficial to this relationship. Yes. Bottom line. The fuck. Got it. Moving on on. Where we at now, man? I, I feel like Aries Spirit yeah. took me Haddish after this right here. I feel complicated. <laughs> I feel complicated. Oh my god! My therapist going to have to have a long session. I need two no, sessions. We hear y'all though. We hear y'all though. I need a Sunday and a Wednesday. I need a two sessions this week. This is the two week session. My therapist love me this week. They going to get double their money. Yeah, how about it? Cause you got heated. Like a motherfucker. Yes. Look, no, we got to move on, man. I think we got a special announcement. I got. I got to tell y'all what's going on, man. Got a special. All right, so. So all the, the members and, you know, everything that's been going on, I posted something special that me and Kenya did. So I reached out to Kenya because I, I don't know about it. My brain works. <laughs> so I reached out to Kenya and I was like, Kenya, we should collab on something. And I don't know if it's going to be a book or a screenplay or whatever it is, but I want to collab with you on something to help me push my pen. And I also was saying, so we, ha we have to start building a rapport so, you know, we know how each other, you know, move. So I threw out this idea to her to let's write a poem. And I'm kind of really upset with a lot of people in the comments that were saying sneakers. <laughs> because it's damn sure it's not sneakers. <laughs> so let's get that out the way. It's not sneakers. <laughs> that, that was crazy. So the, the poem is based on, we both wrote separate parts. And the poem is based on, what I like, my favorite feature, and the opposite sex. So if anybody can tell who wrote each part and what each feature is, then they'll win a gift. Kenya said she wanted to give the winner uh, her book. Let me see. Nice. Hold on. Adding. The book is called uh, 15 to 1. So Kenya said she's going to give the winner her book. And we'll do some other things for for the winner as well. So, uh, let me ask my castmates. Jennifer said, "Eyes lips." Let me ask my castmates. I already know what part you wrote. That's what I'm about to ask. Let me ask my castmates, and everybody in the chat can answer as well. Who wrote each part? 
Part A was written by King. Oh, so that that's what we thought. Part B was written. Wait the fucking minute. <laughs> what is Katie asking right now, y'all? <laughs> I didn't know what y'all I I had to guess what what y'all was talking about. I didn't know we had to guess yeah. what it was. But I think Kenya had added, like, okay, and who who do you think wrote which part? So yeah, Katie, I agree with you. You're yeah. supposed to go to the comments, Katie. You would have saw that in the comments. So yeah. once again, can can Katie do her homework <laughs> and can everybody in the chat and my castmates who wrote each part? Now go ahead now. What's your guess? I'm saying Kenya wrote A and you wrote B. What's your guess, Ish? That's my guess too. I wrote that in the comments as well. What's your guess, uh Katie? Yeah, I don't forgot which part uh, was A one or two, but I know what you are talking about. All right, so you talking about let's get a let, for everybody that's not on. <laughs> I forgot if it was one or two. I'm, right. I'm looking back. Right. So for everybody that's one. not on T's and Kenya's Facebook page, we're going to read it for you here, okay? Uh -huh. To give you a better understanding of where we're coming from. So it starts off like this: What I like, the deep and the depths inside is something you can hide. The varieties of shade has to be God made. Some big. Some small, some wide, some tied, some distinct, most unique. Be aware of those corners. That's where the emotions reside. A simple glance can shed those pants hot or cold. Speaks volumes without uttering a word. Some flare, but don't stare or stare like a deer, for there's a chance you could get lost. That's what I like. You are you? What am I? What I like sensual, soft, deep enough to touch my innermost parts, soft enough to massage every kink and knot, firm enough to make me move the way I never thought I could or would, gentle in the sweetest way, cake sweet yet hot like cinnamon rolling off the tips of my tongue, like cream, soft, thick, enticing, inviting, touching my body without any movement, digging deep, into the depths of my soul. That's Kenya. <laughs> All right, people. Here's the answer for part one. Is everybody ready? Did everybody submit their answers? Um, everybody in the chat, y'all finished putting your answers in the chat? The person who wrote the first part is Uno Dos Tres. I wrote the first part. So I, I need a, a, a spanking to Ish and Nell. Yeah, <laughs> I wrote the first part, and Kenya wrote the second part. Nice, nice. That second that, that that second part was real, real sexy. Yeah, the first part was very, very sexy as well. I, you know, some big, some small, some wide, some size, some distinct, most unique. Be aware of those corners. Let's, let's see who got it. I can't believe that Angelia got this wrong when she <laughs> edits a lot for Kenya. <laughs> so that's, <laughs> that's ridiculous, Angelia. Uh, did anybody? I think Diana got it right. And who else? Janine got it right. I got it right. What's our real life? No, you didn't. No, you didn't. No, you yes, didn't. Because, <laughs> because I said that. Yeah, back back yes, I did. Yes, Katie, I did. you said yes, that. You were just reading it. You have to bend. I, but I didn't even listen to Neil oh, read it. And once he no, read that second no, part, I knew it was no, Kenya talking no. about the calm on her. No, no. 
No. <laughs> <laughs> ain't say shit about no cum on her tongue. Said, That's all right. It was the innuendo. So, <laughs> it's not cum on her tongue. So let's she get said, the cake is. That's not what it is. Like cinnamon. Yeah, right? it's the innuendo. No, it's not, not an it's, it's not an innuendo, Katie. That's well, what it doesn't matter. Hell, I not what it is. Second part. So give me my props. Nah, nah. Give you me my props. Woman, the, you got yeah. the woman that come out of mouth or something like she might not answer that. Uh, I think I Diana. Knew the second part was Kenya. I think Diana was the the only one who got it right, and uh, and Jennifer. I'm okay. saying good job, guys. Congratulations! It was dope. Yeah, that was, was dope. dope. Mm-hmm. You know what that means? We need a collaborative album. We're not done. The fuck? We're not done. We need Wait. a collaborative. We need a collaborative <laughs> album. There's plenty more to come. I told. I just said yeah. this was a bridge. We're building a rapport, and it's mm-hmm. going to be posted. On the memberships on the YouTube page. So if you're not a member, you won't be privy to this kind of stuff. I ain't even privy. All right. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, Angelia, you should have got that because you was wild. So who who got it right? Diana, Jennifer. I think that was it. Did I miss anybody in the chat? Let me know in the chat if anybody else got it right. So far, we just got Diana and Jennifer. So it was so beautiful. Before we get out of here on that. We're gonna do that. We're gonna do that, uh Kenya. Wait a minute. No, we're not done. We're not done. So we need y'all to, to guess what each feature is. So my castmates and the people in the chat, <laughs> y'all have now heard it. Y'all have y'all now know that it's the best feature on the opposite sex. And y'all know who wrote each part. Hold up, hold up. What's up? This woman got an iPhone, something other than a seven. Hold it up. Hold it up. Hold it up. Hold it up. Because you've been faking us, 52 faking us out. You just told on yourself. That's the iPhone 13, 12, 11. I just got it. T, T and each knew what I told them last week. I told y'all last week. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. And and Helen, Helen was also one. I said it last week on the show now. All right. Uh she stepped into the new millennium. What's that? A 13? Mm-hmm. Congratulations! Welcome to the um, welcome to. The I don't tour. like it. It's a piece of shit. I got taken back. It's free. Oh tour. damn! Katie, have a good night. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot. No, no that's question, man. Listen, it's a piece of shit. I'm going back to my drawer. I can't. Oh, Katie, okay, you think it's a piece of shit just because maybe some of the features are well, it's refurbished. I mean, it's going. Uh, that's just maybe why. It's my up. Yeah. I just want to know how y'all speaking about something more when we're in the middle of <laughs> some doing something right now. Like, what is happening? <laughs> My man. Each cast member and people in the chat, y'all have to guess what the features are. So what are the features? To go for who wants to step out on a limb and be brave and throw out their answer first? Man. Lips, lips for UT and uh, mouth for Kenya. What's your answer now? Ass, <laughs> ass, ass, ass. So for you, um, I was thinking eyes for you. Because of the the stare import, the, the don't stare, um, you can get lost in it. 
Um, you know, you can get lost looking in somebody's eyes. Could be wrong. Um, Kenya. Um, Put your answers in the chat as well. Come on, now. You, it's the, the clock is ticking. I just think that for her, I think she's talking about the, the, the whole charisma of a man. The, the, charis, the, the, the charismatic being of what a man is when she talks about how how sensual and soft and deep deep enough to touch their her innermost parts. Kenya, are you still in the chat? Kenya was going to come on, y'all, but she said she was having, she got the old KD phone. She said KD gave her her, her old phone, so she couldn't come on. <laughs> she, so she was going to come on. Um, KD, what's your thoughts? I'm taking a wild guess. You breast Kenya's soul. I don't think you read that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I read it. I did, I but that. I mean, stuff like that, I have to really process in my mind because it was, it's like a it, riddle. This, this was posted on uh, Thursday or Friday. I know it was. I know it was. <laughs> I, but I, you know, I don't be on that much. Y'all know I don't be on that much. I cannot. Do you work here? And, <laughs> and I even screenshot it so I can go back. This is cool, we go on HR mode. He is in HR mode. This is in your portion. Yes, I cannot. Get checked uh, right to us. Um, anybody in the chat? Do y'all have any more? I'm trying to see answers. where I screenshot it. I screenshot it so it, I can it, go back. If you screenshot it, then why didn't you read it again? Because I can't find it. I cannot. <laughs> I can't do it. I'm interested to see what it's going to be, though. In the chat. Um, is Kenya in the chat, everybody? Yeah, she says she's here, yes. Kenya, I, I need to uh, inbox you and see if you're allowing that for, for, that, for that answer. <laughs> right. I mean, initially, you know, I was thinking way in the gutter, but I cleaned it up. I, I, I was too. <laughs> eesh, eesh. I was thinking that as well. <laughs> so maybe I did have it right, just opposite people, maybe. I don't know, but. I mean, uh, one part of it, I I thought the same way you was thinking, okay. but it, it, it just went deeper than that. Gotcha. Okay. What the hell is that screenshot? Oh, Kenya says she's not allowing that as an answer. Here it is. <laughs> so okay. I don't know if anybody's going to win this guest. <laughs> <laughs> what? I can't tell you. <laughs> so yes, I don't know. Kenya, do you want to make an exception? I'm texting her right now to see if she's going to make an exception on, on that on that one specific oh, yeah. part of it because. Okay. It's a part of hers that some people may get half and half, or they might get one part of it right, and it's one part that could be accepted for hers, but she says she's not accepting that shit. What the, <laughs> what, the dick? <laughs> it's not dick. I mean, the LBD. Firming up in a way I never thought I could. <laughs> Gentle in the sweetest way. Dick enticing, inviting. That's the LBD. That's what I thought, Nell. That's what I thought, Nell, but that ain't it. That's not it, right? That's what I thought, too. He, he, I definitely my soul, he working at, he, he in the middle of it. Like, he uh -huh. is. Uh-huh. All right, she said she'll. See, I got. She said she see, said she'll. way too deep for me. Come on, Katie, what's happening? Um, 
She gonna say no Oregon like she. No, you don't. You don't have the. You don't have the buy KD shirt or nothing around. Oh, I. It's <laughs> like, but Pastor Laura Robinson in the, in the chat right, right now. Pastor Pastor Robinson said uh, Mel Oregon as if we're saying uncensored minds. All right, I'm going to give the answers. Are y'all ready? Mine was the eyes. Told you. And Kenya's was the voice. Oh. Oh. Gotcha. Yeah. oh. He said she'll accept lips. You know what? Because none of y'all got it fucking Kenya. right. right. <laughs> Kenya. Kenya. And T. Let me start with Kenya first. Your, um, we are, what are we calling that? Your, um. It's a poem. Your insert, like your portion of the poem, is so deep. It, it could take your mind so many different places. Right. Okay. You could think of so many different things, and that's the mark of a great writer. When you could have somebody on a journey, thinking of something totally different, and pull them back to show them that it's not what they was thinking. Is this first of all, Angelia? I've been told you to stop saying great, great. job, kids. We are not your kids. <laughs> all right. Amazing. Amazing, that was amazing, Kenya, because that short little insert that you wrote spoke so many different volumes. And you had people saying, Mel Oregon's, as Laura Robinson calls it, had us thinking all sexual and sensual and, and nasty, mm -hmm. but it was just the voice of a Mel. And that's when you can take somebody on a journey and have them thinking so many different things and then tea. Um, just the, the, the vividness, the, imagine, the imagination that it leaves you with it has you thinking, oh, you know, we think we know you from one from, from one more kiss. Thinking, oh, that's the playboy and him talking about the shape of a woman and, 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 and how it moves and how it and how it flow, flows and shit. But it's not that. It's just the simple things that, that we look through each and every day. Mm -hmm. So that right there is amazing. And I can't wait for one more kiss. Yes. So I told uh, Kenya... To specifically leave the word out of the poem for people will be able to guess. That's dope. Beautiful, beautiful job, you two. Now, can we get number yes. two? I'm tired of reading one. Like, I'm fucking sad. It's coming, man. It's coming. It's coming. Right. And when y'all had a movie, can I play a role on this motherfucker? Yeah. We'll, we'll see, man. You got to audition. Man. Can I kill somebody? <laughs> you got to audition, man. We holding auditions. <laughs> <laughs> you got to audition. If I don't get no part. I'm not your friend no more. Right. <laughs> I'm both of y'all personally. I'm not your friend. All what? right. So anybody who said eyes and lips will be accepted as a winner. So I know it was Jennifer and probably uh, Diana, I believe. Let me see if anybody else in the chat said that man. jennifer said the softest lips yeah jennifer was talking about them second them other set of lips <laughs> it's the lips yeah she was talking about those other lips Brown yeah mm -hmm. nice and soft softest place on earth <laughs> so the whole uh no can you go through the chat and see if anybody else said eyes or lips but the whole, um, you know, idea of it was, you know, my book is uh, basically, you yeah, know. Yeah, Rhonda, Rhonda, Rhonda said. Um, I didn't ask you to speak, sir. 
<laughs> I'm speaking right now. I just, I just said go through the chat. Wait till I'm finished, and then you can tell me. <laughs> and just like Katie about to quit. <laughs> I almost literally spit out my fucking water. That would have been a disaster. God damn it. Jesus, right. I'm trying to tell the people what's going on. I right, go ahead. <laughs> so my book is, you know, from my perspective and from a male's perspective, and I believe that she writes from a female's perspective. So that's why I wanted to kind of put it together because you don't get a lot of things with the male and the female's perspective right. together. So that's yeah. why, you know, I created this idea for this collab thing to go, you know. To get into Katie, what happened? Your phone died? Y'all didn't get my message. <laughs> I got it, yeah. We're working, Katie. We can't, you know, see your message. I'm sorry. We're working. Either that, this is a lot of working, too. It's a lot of work. That bladder working, too. Hell, I'm old. It's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what you say? <laughs> you got the pens? Is that what you said? They got that for that. Just put them on. Uh, they may have it, but this one won't have it yet. No, did you see anybody? Uh, <laughs> uh, Jennifer, Rhonda Brown and Jennifer said eyes and lips at the same time. All right, I thought Diana was in there too. Let me know in the chat, Diana, if you was in there as well. But I know Diana said the LBD. <laughs> Diana thought it was the LBD. <laughs> yeah, but it was. She thought it was that pipe. She did say eyes, I believe, though. If I can see it. Yeah, she she, she got right, partial. Cool. The two winners are Jennifer and Rhonda. Then nice. Jennifer, who's Rhonda? Rhonda. Congratulations, Rhonda. Rhonda. Oh, Rhonda! Congratulations, ladies. Take out that Bluetooth. You can hear. You take out that Bluetooth. <laughs> I can hear. Congratulations, Rhonda. Congratulations, Jennifer. Yes, ladies. Congrats. All right, so before we get out of here, we do have a quick ideology. And I need y'all to put y'all thinking hats on for this one. Yeah, I'm bringing the love tonight, so I'm not starting any shit. No. But this is also this is also in the frame of um I want to explain it like this. It's easy to love somebody or have love for somebody, but all of that means nothing. If you don't know how to love them and what they need to be loved. Hmm. So the ideology for tonight is let's see if I can pull this up. Where's the fucking shit at? Out of the five top uh love languages, put them in order. I'll tell y'all what the five top love languages are. It's active service, words of wisdom, gifts. Physical touch and words of affirmation. So put in order, and y'all can y'all can do this. In, Say it again, Y'all can do this as well in the chat. Put in order um, how you how you <laughs> language this. So the top five are words of affirmation, quality time, physical touch, gifts. And acts of services. I'll put it, you know, on the bottom for everybody. But those are the five. And y'all let me know. Put your order together. Of how of how it, it, it applies to our life, right? Right. 
Words of affirmation, gifts. Quality, quality time, physical touch, gifts. Well, wait a minute. Now you calling something while I'm trying to write something. Okay. okay. Right. I'll go first. You love love. If you love love, you should know all these already, people. If you're a lover, if you love love, if, if that means any fucking thing to you, <laughs> you should already know <laughs> what these are. Okay. Words of affirmation, give quality time, physical touch. And what's the last one? Words of affirmation, quality time, physical touch, gifts, and acts of services. It's five. I'm going to put them on the screen. If I could ever type it in, if Katie, if I have to stop telling you. All right. So mine goes acts of service, words of affirmation, physical touch, quality time, and gifts. No, do you have yours? Yes. Go ahead. Physical touch, words of affirmation, receiving gifts, quality time, acts of service. Katie, are you alive? You ready? Words, words of affirmation, acts of services. Because first you're gonna tell me, then you're gonna show no, me. No, we didn't physical ask. touch. <laughs> Just fucking to your father. Quality time and gifts. What's up, Barb? Put your uh put your order in the comments. I'll put the five down at the bottom of the screen for y'all to put, you know, put yours in order. Uh, Diana, you got quality time twice. <laughs> she walked in fucking quality and see, time. I was the only day I want to get confused trying to listen. That's why I put them at the bottom of the screen, Katie. They're at the bottom of the screen. I'm going to go through mine as people gather themselves in the chat, you know, to get themselves together. Man. My first one is physical touch. My second one is acts of service. Who's, who's cooking on? You know? <laughs> mm -mm. It's physical touch, acts of service, uh, words of affirmation, gifts. I think that's all five. The quality time is last. Cool quality time. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, man? Let's go through the uh, the chat. Y'all not even using all five. <laughs> that touch. What'd you say, KD? They got lost too trying to keep up with what you were saying. It is. It's on the bottom of the screen. Well, I don't see it. You need new glasses as well? <laughs> I don't see your comment. It's no, on it's the bottom of the screen. Oh, oh, the of the screen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Katie giving me a headache right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to take some ibuprofen like I do. Tara said, words of affirmation, quality time, physical touch, acts of service, and gifts. Angelia said, physical touch, quality time, acts of service, words of affirmation, and gifts. What's up, Ebony? Diggle, diggle your bestie, Katie. She said, words of affirmation, acts of service, Physical touch, quality time, and gifts. A lot of people are putting a light. Wait a minute. A lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of people are putting gifts kind of last, and I think that a lot of y'all lying. But yeah. I'm gonna let y'all rock. <laughs> I'm gonna let y'all rock though. I'm gonna let y'all rock. 
But what I want to say with this exercise is I think that everybody should do this with their partners because this is a thing that's going to be always evolving and moving. So this is something that you should do with your partner to, you know, keep reiterating the things that you want and need. So you are on the same page and you can move, you know, together as a unit. But you don't know, ladies, unless you ask. Unless you ask. Unless you ask. <laughs> You don't know unless you ask. That's right. Got it. What's up now? How you feeling? I'm hanging in now. I can't. <laughs> can, can, can you go through a couple of the last couple people in the chat? So yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So Rhonda said words of affirmation, gifts, acts of service, physical touch, quality time. Just to give you all a little brief background on what these love languages mean, words of affirmation and how to communicate these things are encouraging, encourage, affirm, appreciate, and listen actively, right? So if your partner's um, first love language, the most prominent one is words of affirmation. They say, hey, babe, we did the test together. Words of affirmation is my number one thing. How to communicate that effectively is just to encourage, affirm what they're saying, appreciate and listen actively. Actions to take, right? Let's say send an unexpected note, text or card, right? If they tell you that's what their um, words of affirmation is, their love language. Things to avoid, not recognizing or appreciating effort, right? So make sure you're encompassing these things when they're telling you what their love language is. You want to make sure that you're highlighting those very things that they like first, right? You'll get along with, you'll get further down the line. Let's say physical touch is one. How to communicate that nonverbal use of body language and touch to show love. They just wanted, they just want something. You don't have to talk. They want to be hands-on with that. Things to avoid, physically neglect or abuse. Those are things that you want to avoid in that. Receiving gifts. A lot of people put that last, but sometimes it could be first for certain people. And if it is, thoughtfulness, making your spouse a priority. That actually falls under receiving gifts. So as those that put it towards the back, how to communicate that is thoughtfulness and making sure your, your spouse feels as if they're a priority. A actions to take, giving thoughtful gifts as in gestures, expressing gratitude when receiving gifts as well and things to avoid unenthusiastically receiving a gift for getting special occasions, right? Acts of service, um, think how to communicate that is let them know you're w willing and waiting to help lighten their load, right? Actions to take, make them breakfast or dinner. It always goes a long way. Get out of your own, get out of your way to help with the chores and things to avoid lacking follow through and small and large tasks. So those are some of the things that you can do if your partner comes to you and say, these are my love language and how to better communicate that to your partner so they can feel the love that they need to feel because it's all about them feeling the love that they need to feel and vice versa. You then feeling the love that you need to feel. So it's, it's an even kill type of situation instead of you hold just on, hold on now. And I also don't want people to be jumping out of the window. Like you might be jumping out of the window going hard on one of the other things that they don't give a fuck about. That's what we're trying to avoid. <laughs> so you have to ask in order to know, you know, what their order is and how they like things. 
And then two, your love language. Let's say your love. Let's go back to that real quick because a lot of times we do this. We we have this notion in our minds that I do to un, I undo to others as I want done to myself, right? So let's say your love language is words of affirmation or physical touch. You want some of those appreciation type of words or appreciation type of texts or appreciation type of phone calls. And you think your partner wants that as well. Just because you may want that, their thing might just be quality time. And quality time for them may best be your presence next to them, right? And you may say, well, because his, they want quality time, they want me to then too physically touch them. They then too <clears throat> want words of affirmation, but it's a balance. They might just want you to be there. But then, too, you may need something. So you communicate that together. Hey, babe, I actually love being in your presence because that's what you like. But I also need you to touch me a little bit more. I need you to make me feel a little bit more safe and secure when I'm in your presence. And it's a learning experience that when you combine those two together, hopefully, if you're willing to, to learn and, and grow together, you'll, you'll experience those things on a grander level with each other. That's why this exercise was done tonight just to give us a different perspective on how to approach our mates and hearing what they're telling us instead of going off what we think is the case. Ladies, 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 speak up. Yes. yes. Speak up. Okay. That's the message. That's the message. Got it. That's the message. Okay. I think speaking up and listening because you got to be in, in order to hear what your person is saying. And hearing their love language completely, you have to listen. And listen takes not just listening, but enacting what you've heard, right? And it just makes for a better, it just makes for a better understanding and communication. If y'all both on the same page, y'all both sit at the same time, it's a fun activity because y'all can have fun with this, share each other's shared thoughts. And then y'all could actually sit down and speak, hey, babe, you know. Whatever the case may be. And it's a fun exercise for y'all to grow and understand. And as T said before, it's an ever-changing life event. Because six months from now, you may have cleared some hurdles that were problems in your relationship in the beginning, right? Or your relationship got stagnant somewhere. So now you, you perform these activities that's going to add a little bit more spice, a little bit more attentiveness, a little bit more communication. Now, you may want to revisit that six months from now because your patterns have gotten better in certain areas. And now live languages have changed now because those things are now prevalent. So you always want to continue to keep learning. You always want to continue to keep asking questions. You always want to continue to keep the lines of communications open so you'll be able to learn your partner the best each and every time. Thanks. All right, now it's on you. Get us out of here. 50 seconds is bad. <laughs> I'm happy. You know how long I sat here and ain't have a segment for myself? Now I do. We're back. Football season is back in full effect. Today was the regular season opener for all NFL teams. My team won, dog. We started the season on Thursday. <laughs> we started the season on Thursday. With a, road, with a very, very important um game between the Buffalo Bills and the Los Angeles Rams. The Los Angeles Rams opened the season to their home fans, debuting their Super Bowl winning banner in L.A. 
but they took a loss to the hands of the Buffalo Bills, 31 to 10. Now we're going to run through some teams that are in your local area that has a prominence here in our chat, right? We're going to, we're going to fly. We're going to stay right here in our backyard in Philadelphia where Philadelphia played the Detroit Lions today. And they actually caught out a squeaker. It was a, it was a wide open game for a very long time. The Detroit Lions came back to make it a game, but the Philadelphia Eagles pulled it out 38 to 35. Uh, New Orleans and Atlanta. New Orleans, that was also a good game. Atlanta was in it to the end, but took an L to the hands of the New Orleans Saints 27-26. T, as he said, his team, he is riding with the Cleveland Browns this year. They took a they took a nice little W into week one going into week two on a high 26-24 over the Carolina Panthers. Without our quarterback. We won this game without our quarterback. Make sure that's known. We won this game without our quarterback. quarterback. He says, and that quarterback is Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson is suspended for the first 11 games of the season. He will be back for week 12, which is a long way down the road. But they got to win, keeping them in playoff hunt until he gets there. The Tennessee Titans, for those that are in our Tennessee viewing area, they took a loss today to the lonely New York Giants. Say it ain't so, Tennessee. Y'all supposed to be a playoff team. Y'all lost to the New Jersey, New York Giants, 21 to 20. And my Cowboys, my Cowboys on primetime TV tonight. I didn't actually get a chance to see the game because I'm here with y'all. Took a loss to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You ain't want to see that, bro. I didn't want to see that, but <laughs> I still support my team to the fullest end. Hopefully your team in your area, hopefully a one. For you today. Oh, let's not forget because we got somebody who's the New England Patriots. Helen Weaver. She's a New England Patriots fan. They took a loss to the Miami Dolphins today, 20 to 7. So hopefully your team bounces back week two. Next Sunday, we'll be reading off again some winning scores of teams that are in your area. Hopefully your team can go 2 0. Or if they have lost today, they can go 1 1. That's 60 seconds with Nell. I am back. Uh, hold on, hold on now, hold on now. I need to address something real quick. I, I hate this shit right here. I, I really fucking hate it. <laughs> Once again, people, she telling the truth. KD, I didn't say it wasn't truth. I said, <laughs> what, are, what is your response to this? I mean, she's telling the truth. I mean, what is your response to this, KD? Talking about what when the actions don't match up to what they're saying. Yeah, then what do you do? Hell, I get the fuck on. Exactly. Then you know that that person is not for you. The fuck? Exactly. Right, right. <laughs> I get the fuck on. The fuck? Let's stop the bullshit. We find too many things to complain about. It just be like, yes. hi, all right, cool. If that person ain't that, that person ain't that. Right. Mm-hmm. Did you it's okay to stand there. Did you yeah, yeah. No, did y'all... Did, it right, just be okay. It just be all right, cool. Mm-hmm. We we find we find more issues to bury ourselves in than we do trying to come up and and, and rise like that phoenix. Okay, cool. Yeah. You say you, we we say we 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 strong people. We, y'all use that word so many times. I'm strong. I'm strong. I'm strong. But then be weak to in the grand scheme of things to somebody that's that you saying is taking advantage of you or something. I don't know. I got a different outview on life. I just don't know how to use things as a as a negative or deterrent for me not to to rise, like or get up and do something with it. Like, well, that's fair because we all face these challenges different. 
So that's fair. So are you facing a challenge just to let it fucking defeat you? Yes. <laughs> you facing that challenge just to be like, oh, it's defeated me. I'm that that nigga ain't shit. Well, in your eyes, it may look like a defeat, but in my eyes, it look like something totally different. What is so it? That's why I say as, we all face things different. Oh, so are you saying that you're using it as a as a crutch to say, oh, I beat this? So yo, look at me, world. I did something. I did something. Well, again, that's the way your eyes will see it, but your eyes will never no. see exactly what. Can we can, we can we get out what happened to Tom Brady before we get off? <laughs> Yeah. So as we so so this is this is still on with the going in 60 seconds thing, right? So Tom Brady, as y'all know, is the GOAT, right? He spent he spent so many years in New England, won six championships there. Then he then he left New England and went to go play for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and won them a Super Bowl last year. First season with the team, won a Super Bowl. So he is now the winningest quarterback, most rings than anybody. He was supposed to retire last season, right? Talked it over with his wife. He was supposed to retire. They had an agreement that he would retire, go into the, you know, let her go back to work. Instead of him retiring, he went back to play football. So now there's some kind of scandal out there or some type of report that the wife's not happy and told him to get out. No, I don't think it's a scandal or a report. And she didn't she didn't tell him to get out. She rode. She took the kids and she went to one of the other houses. And yeah. it was like, I'm not coming back. I told your ass that was it last year. And now you want to still play. And I've seen a lot of people saying that, you know, Tom tried he tried to retire for a couple of weeks and then he saw what that looked like when he had to be in the house with her and the kids every day. And he was like, fuck this, I'm going back to work. <laughs> so that these are the ideals of you know what's happening. So do y'all think that she's right in telling him that enough was enough and she's ready for him to retire? Or you know, is Tom right in saying, you know, I want to continue playing football? So what what do y'all take, ladies? Yeah, I feel like it's uh it's definitely important to, you know, always support your your mate. Um, even sometimes when you disagree with with the choices that's being made. So I feel like, um, you know, I, I, I think this was something that they've already had discussions about, obviously, over the years and it was built up. So therefore, she just like, all right, this is the last straw. Like, I'm over it. You keep saying you're going to retire and you haven't. So maybe us moving out the house and separating will be that kick in the ass that you need to get it done. Um, so I get her point of view, but I also get his passion, you know what I mean, for the game and the love of the game. And so, therefore, that's a pretty difficult place to be in. Yeah. So as a, as, as, a, as a wife, if you're his wife, Ish, do you think that you have the right to demand him to stop? No. Like, I don't feel like you should. Like, I, I get expressing yourself. I get expressing the position. I get wanting to... Um, you know, follow some of your dreams at that point in time. But there is also that thing just called support and allowing your mate to be who they are um, and, and supporting them in those endeavors. So, Katie, yeah. what, is, what is your thoughts, Katie? Well, um, I, I mean, I don't see why she couldn't support him and still live her dream. It's my understanding that she wanted to live her dream now or something like that. It is. She, she don't want to. 
Oh, she don't want to? Well, then why is she trying to stop him from living his No, life? what I'm saying is she don't want to continue to support him. She wants him to stop. Well, no, she's wrong in this. That's wrong. She's wrong. No? No, you're alive? <laughs> what you <else? laughs> My therapist t- texted me and just said, no, be quiet. <laughs> I know. <laughs> at, at the end of the day. Um, this is rich people problems. <laughs> it is right. problems, but it's a problem that, that happens far too often. Right. Um, you know. Yes, we, we could we could make an agreement that I'm going to stop doing this, but. When you have a passion for something, it's hard to just put it down just because. Right. It, um, I'm, I'm physically still able to, so I'm not quitting because I can't no longer do it physically. Typically, that's the life of an of a sports star. Right. Right. I can't physically no longer go out there and be my be who I normally am. Right. So I allowed Father Time to come in and dictate my existence or my longevity. But in his case, he's actually outperforming father time and rewriting time um yes when you when you have a family when you have a commitment when you have a spouse and y'all sit down and talk about these things there should be room for there should be room for error in in that point to say hey babe i'm just not ready to hang them up yet i know we talked about this last year but i'm still playing at a high level and i still want to go out here and i still want to do what i love to do hold on hold on now i also want to interject that he did retire and then unretire. Mm-hmm. But you know, <laughs> let me know when he when he sat the fuck down and stayed home. For a couple of weeks. He was like, "I want to go back and play football. <laughs> fuck this bullshit. <laughs> go out here and still play football, and it ain't for the money because his money is long, and her money is even longer. So he's he's not doing it for the money. He's doing it for the sure enjoyment of what he is, what he loves to do, and that's go out there and play football. So, um. I just think that it's instead of being so um, wrapped up in emotions, right. we should we should sit down and come up with a, a strategy to where we both can have what we want. I can still go out here and do football because football is only for five months, six months. And then the other six months, I'm home doing that with the kids or we can figure it out. Take a take a we could take the kids on a bus, whatever we got to do. So we both are getting what we need. Right, because at this point it should be an equal partnership where we both are still able to do what we do. Um, so I just hope that this situation plays out perfectly for them, and they come back together. That she realizes that's her husband, and she just wants to support him. And then he also realizes that that's his wife, and he needs to support her dreams as well. Hopefully, everything works out. Probably by the end of the year, we'll see him hoisting another um, Lombardi Trophy because of the storyline that's in it. You know, what I mean, the NFL loves storylines, and he always seems to come out on top. So hopefully, if, if it all goes right, he'll be hoisting another Super Bowl, probably going out on top with probably eight rings and a beautiful wife and a beautiful family. I agree. I agree, Barb. You, sometimes you don't want to be around your mate all day, all day every fucking day. <laughs> I agree. Um, I wanted to ask the ladies though. So, ladies, do y'all think that? Uh, she Tiffany Haddish this and went too far with her exit, or was she make, or did she have to make a statement to make sure that he knew she was serious? Yeah, I feel like it was definitely a statement made because obviously the discussions that they've had 
over the years or whatever, just in her mind, just didn't seem to be getting through to him how um, heavily she was feeling about it. So she figured, oh, I'm gonna take some action. I'm, I'm gonna put some action behind these words here and, and show him that I mean business. So what do you yeah. think, what, what would you have done if you was in her shoes? Depending on the extent of our conversation, but probably the same thing. You would have bolted more than likely. Yeah, if if, if we had discussed that, and uh, you had promised me that you were going to retire, you did for two weeks. Then you went back in. I'm be like, okay, well, yeah, I I probably would put some distance between now. us, if nothing else, to think about the situation. <sighs> <laughs> look at Nell face. <laughs> what Nell? Nell like he just it's wrong, got gut punched. What? <laughs> what? I'm, we really we you you walking away possibly from your marriage because the man. No, I'm just going to the next house. But why? I'm going to the other. But, house. You know, but you know what that can lead to. But that's the thing, though. Uh huh. But uh, but he you know what it can lead to when like I say again I don't we don't know what their situation was I'm not gonna say she was wrong to expect that now I will say I can, I can, we can logically tell you. she better look at the money part of it but we can tell you also she can make that much money Katie we can tell you what the situation was because it's very public <laughs> she's been telling him to retire for like five years now <laughs> it's very well public. I guess she's fed up. And um, if, if I was fed up with that particular situation, then, yeah, I'm separating myself from it. What? <laughs> <laughs> I can see if I have a drug problem, a gambling problem, a sex problem, football. something that's going to be detrimental to my family. But you met me as a football player. That's my job. And he met her as a supermodel. He didn't tell her that she had to stop being a supermodel. Her that she want to move out because you got to you want to be a supermodel. Are we no, I'm just saying he met her as a supermodel too. So he never told her to stop. Is what and I'm saying. Give her minimum five years ago, two years ago, last night. You tell yeah, me we cannot know. take this person. I'm not going to oh, leave. You. Don't but worry. Telling me you telling <laughs> me that you're willing to leave the house. Because I made a decision right. to continue to play a sport or to maybe go for her peace of mind. That's what she needed to do. What peace of mind is there? Maybe for her peace of mind, she needed to do that. So now you're without your husband. You got a peace of mind with, with being without your husband. I, I've been <laughs> there before, and I'm peaceful. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, depending on the circumstances. I mean, we don't know how deep. We only know the surface of what's going on. But, Katie, this is a public know. story. This is not it may be, but I'm saying maybe there are some underlying issues there as well. <laughs> this is this has been the only issue, Katie, <laughs> that we know of. 
I can't. <laughs> Here comes the narrative. Here comes the narrative. <laughs> I cannot. Not a narrative. I'm just saying we don't know the full story. Why, me, why do it have to be more? The public is not going to know. Why do it have to be Why do it have to be more? Why do it have to be more? Okay, then you want to create a narrative. You just it's itching. I'm sure it's more. It's not just that <laughs> it's like simple. This. It's, it's like simple. this at you, Katie. You want to create it, like <laughs> that is too simple. It's too simple. And there's no way that the public is going to know those people deep personal. He's Tom I Brady. Mean, you think Tom Brady could be out here cheating and nobody would fucking know he's Tom I Brady. ain't saying he was cheating. Those were not my words. <laughs> but you're painting a narrative without saying I, it. Those, I did not say that. I did not say <laughs> that. I just said we it don't must know be what some other shit. It can't be that simple. It could oh, be man. that simple. Oh, I might man. just want you to quit your fucking job. It could be that simple. I could just want you to, you could be a stripper. And I might say, I don't want you being a stripper no more. It could be that fucking simple. <laughs> this question bothers me, right? It is. If, if your husband told you he wants you to stop acting, right. stay home, I want to go out here and I want to do what I want to do, are you going to stop doing your job that you love to do? That depends on the but, effect on my husband. If I see if, if if we're already in a good place and we have talked about this and I see that it is really going to affect my relationship with him, then yeah, I'm gonna consider. But you don't but you don't wanna quit, Katie. But but put this right. put this in that conversation too. You don't wanna quit. Now right. what's the answer? I'm not quitting probably. <laughs> All right then. So how you gonna bash him? <laughs> <laughs> In the bashing, I mean, not, I, those, that's not what I did. You said, I only that, said that she wasn't wrong. She's not wrong. Well, I don't feel like she's wrong. I would mean, she's husband, doing what she feel like. Would she your husband be wrong if he left the house and took the kids because you didn't want to stop working? If he felt like that's what he needed to do, I'm not gonna say he was wrong. Nobody's wrong in Katie's eyes, man. You just said you gotta do what you feel like you need to do. Because it's not over with with him. She just did it just to show him that she is a little bit more serious. Now, I mean, you know, that's one of those things where we're saying, okay, take a look. I mean what I say. So he, so let's if, if he is. Situation, right? So if you're trying to show me that you're more serious about this than, 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 than I thought, right? Or you just want to show me that you're serious about this. What happens if he wakes up and say, I can't be with her no more? Yes. He goes to extreme measures and I'm better off without her because she showed me the way to live without her. Right. What happens? Exactly. Well, then the marriage is over. No, you it got happens. in your face when you didn't have to create a situation that was unnecessary to create. But where he created the situation where he didn't honor what he told her. The man has been playing football for 15 years. This man's job is that you sign a contract, you have to live to your contract. Five years ago, he told her that he was going to retire. So he, he told her he was going well, to retire. No, he, right? he can't change his I mind. I thought he said he took. Well, he, he did retire after this. Is he allowed to change his mind? Well, yeah, he's allowed to change his mind, but I mean, uh, apparently that didn't sit right with her. Uh, Bob, I'll be loving it, yo. <laughs> Bob, I just love it. So y'all, y'all go to deeps and y'all go to depths and uh, uh, to to beat a man's ass when he when he does anything quite like this. If that man would have walked out on her, 
and left her because she didn't want to give up her career as the oh, supermodel, whatever. And he stepped out on Shorty. You'll be like, he ain't no good, sis. Good, you you did what you had to do. Leave that nigga alone. He ain't no good. But she walked out on him, and y'all applauding, saying that is. I didn't. Say, that I said that I would not judge him either, Neil, because each person have to do what they feel like they need to do in order to hold their. But people. we're we took a vow for better or for worse till death do us part. We ain't like you part in this relationship because I still want to work and do something that makes me happy. No, you gotta quit your job. I, and now I agree. Look, <laughs> your job is okay. Open. <laughs> Let me put it this way right here. Now I totally, <laughs> I totally agree with Neil on that. I do because part of me not being in my marriage now stemmed from that because I wanted to act. And he didn't want me to act. Is isn't that, control, isn't that a sign of control and fit and mental abuse? She's that goddamn man because that's a sign of control. You, could, I'm gonna take my kids. I'm gonna take our kids, and I'm gonna move out of our house to another one of our houses because you won't quit working and doing something that you love. That's a sign of control. That's so mm -hmm. we all the time where women are being controlled by these men telling y'all what y'all can and cannot do. And y'all will stand up and fight to the depths for y'all freedom. But when a man ain't do nothing but go out here and perform at a high level in a sport that he loves to perform in, and she walks off, and he's the bad guy, he's supposed to quit because he said he was going to? No, I say all the time that women want control. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow. Um, I guess y'all missed the part where I said I was in a situation, the same situation he was in. So no. that means that man want to control the me. So I'm saying I get what you guys are saying. He wants to follow his dream. No, he's not wrong for following his dream. But I'm not saying that she is wrong, that she cannot live with him continuing to follow that dream. Is Why he, not? Is he beating her ass? <laughs> well, I don't know, T. He can't follow his dreams because <laughs> she don't want him to? Right. So you're telling me I'm supposed to not follow my dreams. No, my spouse no. want me to follow my dreams. No, no. The point, the, point, the, no, the, point, the point that Katie is trying to make, she's saying she can't live there with him playing football. Like, that's equivalent to him whipping her ass. Like, I'm not doing anything to you. I'm going to work. You can still stay in the crib. You ain't got to leave. You can be bad. And well, whatever, I, whatever. You ain't got to leave the crib. <laughs> yeah, I guess she's feeling like it's imposing on their family life, you know. With, with the children and, and him my, not spending look, time. Please, I'm just saying, please, I don't know if please, all men. Please, uh, please, you leave in the crib. I'm not even at home now because I'm playing football. So you might as well should have stayed in the crib. The right, right. So if I'm, if, if I'm imposing on going out here and playing a sport, when I come home from practice and from the game, who am I coming home to? You and the kids. Right. The game's over after one o'clock. Game's one o'clock. Game's over at four. I'm coming home to you. I'm hurting. I'm coming home to you. Right. Mm -hmm. You took you took the kids and yourself out of the home. So even when I come home, I'm not coming home to you because you're not there. Right. We just don't. We don't value. We don't value partnerships anymore because there's if there's a will, there's a way. Right. Mm -hmm. if, if you if you still want to chase your dreams, honey, and be a supermodel, we can do that. 
We can do that. You are the number one supermodel in the fucking world. These play, these people will come to you. And if you can't, you got to go fly to, to, to Dubai or whatever. You got to go anywhere. I can watch the kids. We got money. Mm-hmm. We got each mm-hmm. other. Mm-hmm. This season ain't every day in the the for three sixty five. No, Tom is coming home and whipping her ass. That's what Katie just said. She can't. Nah, oh, never oh, said that. Oh, oh, look, she cannot bear to live in this house. She cannot bear to live in this house with him anymore while he's playing football. It's unbearable. It's unbearable. Touching his wife. It's un- you said it's unbearable for her to live there. <laughs> it's unbearable. No, I said maybe that the tension and stuff has caused mm-hmm. a lot of tension there. Right. Toxicity has gotten into the marriage now. Maybe. It's no tension because I'm not even here. I gotta go to practice. I'm at football. <laughs> but then when he comes in, I mean I don't know those people's situation, T. But it, you know, I mean we now, don't never know what I, their situation now. It almost and like- everybody's situation is not gonna be like that. I tell you what, let my husband have a football career making 50 million. My logical ass is gonna be like okay well if I can't model on Zoom, then I won't model because he has he wants to work. I mean, I'm going to support what will be so, more logical so, for us. So, are you in support of that because it's that amount of money? But if it was, what if he did? What if he didn't make a lot of money? Are you still in support of it? I mean, he can do yeah, him, but I'm just going to go on back to work myself. No, 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 Katie. You just said you're going to stay home. You gotta stay home too. If the money ain't the same, you still gotta stay home. You can't change it up and say. No, <laughs> but I thought she wanted to go back to her career of modeling. Y'all said she can do that as well. He don't gotta quit football for her to do that. Well, <laughs> again, I am not against either one of them. Y'all trying to paint the picture? I told y'all. Yeah. Is no, I'm just, I'm just trying to see. <laughs> I'm just trying to see how you just decided that you're going back to work because the money changed. That's what I'm trying to I mean, if, to if um, he is no longer making money, somebody oh, would bring home money. making money. It's just uh, not 50 million. not going to make money. Well, if he's not making enough to take care of the family, then she would go. But I mean, they've made enough money that they have enough to take care of. That they're yeah. taking care of. Right. Do you know exactly. her net worth is her net worth is four hundred and fifty million and his is two seventy five, so she mm-hmm. clearly is, has made more money than him. It was not about the money, it's about control. Right? Mm-hmm. She feels like she's a housewife, or she feels like she's a a wife, and it's not a super about control. Some people's priorities are in the wrong place. Mm-hmm. Though, when you step up in front of God and say, "I do." You're saying I do to a number of different things that's supposed to be a union between you and your spouse, for better or for worse. This ain't worse right here, baby. Me working and still going out here and working ain't worse. This ain't worse. And far too often do we get into these selfish moments of, oh, I gotta, I, I, I gotta show them I'm not, I'm, I'm not serious. But what happens if that shit backfires? And it backfires for the wrong reasons. Like now, I'm, I'm, I'm going. They, they ain't here no more. And we left the. Damn, I should have did this differently. I should have did that differently. I'm sure he. I'm sure he's trying to figure it out. 
That's why he stopped playing football for two weeks to go home and figure his home life out. Because he's concerned about it. But letting her know, baby, this still is Emmy. And it's going to be Emmy if I've retired or if I'm playing. How much more issue do you think they have if that man would have stayed home? It probably would have been arguments, issues, because he upset. He ain't got, he ain't doing what he want to do or whatever. It causes more friction than it does being better. Right. We can find ways to make shit happen. Let, let's let, let's do it equally. That's all. That's the conversation that we try to have every week on this show. It ain't and then one thing the we have to look at, we don't see that man come home at night. She's there. Maybe he's beat up. Maybe he's hurt. Maybe she's having to help him behind the scenes when he ain't got the medication to him. She see what football is doing to him. And maybe she don't is like what he's doing a to child? him. Yes, he's that man a child. That man is a that man. That would be the if same as too- if you are married to an officer. You never know if they're gonna come back or not. You're and married to a officer. Is it still? Is it still not his choice to right? It's his choice. But I'm just saying, it's it's hurtful to her to see. I'm sure it is, but it's still mm-hmm. his choice to make. Yes, for his it is own totally son. his choice. Totally the moment we take away somebody else's right to choose for it's them totally is the moment we try to take away that she refused to see him come home like that. And that's his choice. It's All right, totally so can he choice. say to her, it, it hurts my feelings to see you away from the kids for six months while you're yes, shooting shots or I don't know where you're at and all these people around you could do something to you. He could say that to her too, but he don't. He didn't. You don't know what he said to her. There we go. <laughs> well, we don't. That's a whole nother show. But he didn't, another, like, he didn't, but he didn't do what y'all, he didn't do what most men are always accused of doing, packing up and leaving. He ain't do that either. Again, we don't know. So on that note, thank you. Yes, great show, thank guys. Thank you for tuning in this evening again. Cool we started off on a somber note, and we ended on a somber note because I want to kill. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. The only thing that you learned is if you get fifty million, KD will quit. <laughs> That's the only thing that was learned here. <laughs> How did that turn around on me? That's the only thing that was learned there. So, again, we this show was dedicated. Um, in the life and love and memories of those who lost their lives on September 11, 2001, 21 years ago. Um, again, thank you to Tara. Thank you to Janine. Thank you to Barbara. Thank you to Diana for sharing these stories. Um, thank you to all the responders. Thank you to everybody who, who, who went down there and showed signs of heroism um, in the aftermath of the, 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 the tragedies that happened in New York, D.C., Pennsylvania. Um, thank you to our law, our law enforcement, our law enforcement officials, our first responders, anybody that has anything to do with keeping us safe and sound um, in this crazy world. But again, our hearts go out to the victims of 9-11. We will never forget. Thank you again to everybody out there, our top fans, our Uncensored Minds fans. Um, those who rock our, our merchandise on a regular basis and our, our outright uncensored crew. We appreciate y'all. Without y'all, there's no us. Again, this is no longer a podcast. This is a conversation. This is the place that you can come and be safe. I know it doesn't seem like that. I know we go back and forth. 
but one thing for sure, too, for certain, we leave here each and every night and we love on each other. Because when we get off of here, we probably be in the chat for a couple minutes. We'll see each other. To, we'll talk to each other tomorrow as if none of this ever happened. We'll talk to each other on Thursday and we'll come back and sit in front of you again on Sunday and debate our, debate our topics. But it's all love and we support each other in anything that we got going on. Again, shout outs to T for, for, for always bringing um, us live and helping us, you know, be put on, on this platform. And thank you to the amazing Kenya Graves for also being such a dope and amazing writer that um, their poem tonight took us on a journey. Um, and that's what great writers do. So look out for One More Kiss. If you haven't picked that up yet, you can find it on Amazon. You can type in Kenya Graves' name on Amazon, and she has a plethora of books out there for y'all to grab. Um, it's, it's, she's dope. She has so many different pieces that you can just add to your collection. You finish one, pick up another one. And T's got that going on too soon. One more kiss part two is dropping. And then we got the young lady that's right to the, what's this, left of me, right there, the crazy KD, who we all love, who is also... <laughs> An author as well. So if you haven't, if you've been under a rock, which I know you haven't, but if you have, you could type her name too in, in, in an Amazon fill. Karen D. What is it? Karen D. Neal or Cummins? Yeah, if they just Google me, it's going to take them to everything. Just Google Karen D. Neal. Karen D. Neal, you're going to Google her. You're going to find out everything. When she was married at 16, when she got divorced at... Uh, you won't find that part out, but you can follow everything, you know. Um, going to see the everything. <laughs> We're gonna have her ex husband on the show one week and he's gonna tell us. Uh, Ebony did oh my god, I, Ebony, I reached out to him. Hilarious. You gotta come on here and give us a, a word of encouragement because we need it. Uh, never ever come on this show. Trust but me, thank honey. you again. <laughs> We're talking along before you know, it will be an episode 100. We need bad. everybody's support. Please like and share the, the the like and share this video. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't. Send it to your friends. Go back and watch it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Prepare yourself on Friday, only to show back up on Sunday. We need y'all support. All right. And also, click on the ad. Yeah, no, and also for the ladies who are still want to stay in y'all little shell and not ask for what you want, y'all can go to Raw Honey. Drip.com and get toys to play with if you don't want uh -huh. if you don't want to play with if you don't want to be touched on you know if that's not your boat <laughs> then you can go right things that you need and it's yeah. very discreet yeah. it comes in beautiful packages and you should get y'all right raw honey you get y'all right you ain't gotta ask for nothing you just gotta push the button you know what I mean push the button raw honey you get y'all right yeah. um Episode sexy, sassy, and classy. Don't forget, classy. Un tell May, well, I keep saying un kicks Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Make sure y'all there because y'all gonna find out what our birthday our birthday um list look like, our Christmas list look like. Oh, uh, shit. Like y'all said, we don't open our mouths. I open my mouth. We didn't say y'all don't open our mouths. I open my mouth on there, there, and, there and I open my mouth. Eight and a half, <laughs> nine and a half. Socks and socks and socks and um shoelaces, and I like sneakers. Uh, Karen, Karen. <laughs> what about Karen? I'm waiting on my socks, Karen. I'm waiting on my socks. I'm waiting on my socks too, Karen. 
Shout out to everybody in the comments. Thank you again for everybody that always is dropping um comments in our in our inbox, unsense in my inbox, always questioning us, always pushing us. Thank you to the people that always is critiquing us because we actually do this for y'all. If y'all haven't noticed, we've been growing, we've been getting better and better and better, and that's because of y'all. So we love y'all, we support y'all, and we out of here. We'll see y'all. Yes. Have a great week, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.